again, hello everyone, welcome to tonight's podcast, this is our VIP Red Carpet season premiere, and we have a lot to get into tonight, uh, from beginning to end, and uh, we're glad you guys decided to join us tonight, so uh, with that, uh, my name is Nathan, and with me tonight, returning from his vacation is none other than Willie himself, Willie, how are you doing tonight? Hey man, I'm great. Hola, amigos. It's great to be back. I've enjoyed my vacation. Nathan, what about you? What was it like holding it down while I was away? Uh, it was a little bit challenging on my end, and, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I had some, had some trouble here and there with some distractions in the household. Oh, I know, right? It, it, it'll happen. Now, you know how I was on the other podcast where I was always, like, people getting mad because of my smoke detector. I'm like, if that's yes. all they got to worry about, then they got problems. <laughs> Absolutely, of course, of course, and despite those distractions in the house, you know, you I did good, dude. You did good. good, yeah. You got your award. You did good. I'm so proud of you. You've done really good. Um, so much that I'm happy to tell the audience tonight that Nathan is actually still on the show, guys. He's not leaving, but his spotlight podcast that he does with you guys when I'm not here, that's actually going to be like a regular thing. So when I'm not on. You'll get a lot of Nathan, so that's going to work out great. Like, I'm on now, but like, the next couple of days, if I'm not on, then you'll have Spotlight with Nathan, and that'll, dude, it's just, it's blowing up, Nathan. You're you're really getting a lot of more viewers and listeners, and that's what we wanted when we, when I wanted you to be a part of this, this um, franchise, this, this um, you know, I, I, I dare say it, you are a partner, you're doing great. And it's showing, like, the numbers, it's showing in the, the, the media, it's showing in the fans. And so, thank you so much. And I always am thankful that you said yes, because I would have been screwed if I was just by myself. <laughs> yeah, no problem at all. I mean, I do appreciate you giving me this yeah. chance to, you know, showcase what I have to bring to this platform. And mm-hmm. uh, I've, been having a, I've been having a blast since I came on here, especially doing the spotlights by myself can be a bit challenging, but, yeah. you know, I'm always, you know, I, I always, you know, I'm able to repair myself and get everything in order and stuff. So, you know, again, I appreciate it. And yeah. uh, I'm looking forward to what we have in store this season on our podcast. Oh, my God. We got so many things. I'm just talking to so many people. I'm not going to say yet who that is, but there's a very special tribute that me and Nathan will be doing to a specific daytime actor that to this day we still mourn because he was very close to me. Um, when I lost my husband, he was very dear and he was very close to me. We became good friends. And when I heard about him passing, it hit me like a ton of bricks. But through the grace of God, I became really good friends with his mother. And that will go into more details as we get further into our season. And then we have a very special guest. Uh, Nathan, we have her on the 18th. You remember our beloved Sarah that's coming on. Um, she's on uh, Spotify. She, she's got that Young and the Restless podcast? Yes, that's correct. Okay, she'll be joining us on the 18th. So me and Nathan will be here with you guys. And she'll be with us. So we've got a lot of stuff t- to cover and chat with her about that. Alright, so before we get our show exciting and started... Nathan's going to play a quick little commercial from Drive Time. And then when we come back, 
we're going to jump right into it. We've got an exclusive movie review for the Indy 5 film. The question on everybody's mind, is it really the end or is that just a tease? We'll talk about that more right after this commercial break. This one drive time. Thanks, Nathan. I get so excited every time I watch this commercial. And you'll laugh. The reason why I get kick out of it, because I don't drive, but if I ever did, I know go to drive time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Same here. I always feel bad because it's like, I don't drive, but I love the commercial. And then you got that cute guy that's always, you know, the one that gets so hyper excited that he almost took his shirt off. Yeah, I do. Yes. Oh, my God. That's just so cute. I just love all that. Alright everybody, you are tuned in tonight, we are back, it's me and Nathan, and we're Willie and Nathan's Extreme Podcast, and you're tuned in to our Season 11 Summer Premiere VIP Part 2. Wow Nathan, can you believe it? We are now in our 11th season route, right here. Yeah, it's crazy to believe where we're at right now. And me and Nathan have to throw some type of celebration with you guys, because we kind of missed our anniversary here. Uh, Nathan, I don't even realize, but this podcast was created as of May 18th. Um, I think it was 2018 or something like that. Right, I believe so too. Oh my gosh, dude. I, I just like in awe, 11 years, see, 11 seasons. That's, it's, it's accomplishment. I mean, I know I started on my own, but just having you here, it's still an accomplishment because between you and me, we've, we've accomplished a lot with you just coming on board. Yes, we have in, you know, just so little time. And so it's just a very exciting experience for me and for us and for us to talk about a lot of things. All right. So before we start our exclusive movie review for the last film that I'm told is supposed to be Indy's final adventure, but we'll have to wait and see about that. Um, Nathan, why don't you give us an insight on some of the top stories that you're just anxious to share with our audience tonight? All right, let's go to um, you know so many top stories. Mm-hmm. Well, as you you know, I think as as most of all, many of us know, including you, Willie, uh, we have a former General Hospital actress who was charged with a DUI, um, and uh, you know uh, she pleaded not guilty, and there will be trial. Uh, there will be trial coming very soon for her, and of course it is. Um, it's Haley Poulos, and I know it has a lot of people talking. I know how you talking when we first discussed it. 
Yes. Discussed so much back, and um, you know, it seems as if Haley is going to, you know, pay the price and be held responsible for uh, her actions. As upset as this topic does get me, because you all again, you know how it triggers me, and it would trigger you too if you lost your best friend to a drunk driver. Um, this happened in high school, so that's why I don't drive because it was so traumatic for me. I to this day I still don't drive a car. Because if I get in the car, um, my mind isn't all there to, to be in that car to drive. So, to me, it feels like the car's on fire. That's how bad traumatic it is. So, I always hear people saying that stupid little, oh, you'll get over it. It's just, it's just a little trauma. Yeah, right. No, it's not. And I'm tired of people always trying to minimize the fact of either it's mental health or people that can't drive. Or just anything, because people, I think it's a problem they think society, they're just ready to diminish anything when they can. And I don't know about you, dude, but I'm sick of that BS. No, I, I'm sick of it too. I mean, we, we don't need any more enabling of this stuff. And, you know, it happens, you know, you know, not, um, it, it happens too much these days. And, no matter how many times, no matter how many times you try to prevent it from happening, it just keeps going on and on and on. And yeah. Celebrities, you know, I mean, you know, they are celebrities, and people look up to them, you know. And I, you know, we have to. They have to set a good. That's a better example. Excuse me. For you know, people like you and me, you know, who who look up to them and who probably thinking, you know. You know, oh well, she just didn't mean to do anything wrong or anything, and everything, and just you know, not seeing the better no. picture. So no, not if she's I, done it the sixth, seventh, twelfth time. That's just ridiculous. I'm sorry, but if you're gonna be a party girl, you need to own up to your mistake. And if that means that you have to go for your DWI to jail and go on trial and do the jail situation where you have to face up to your what do you say, face the music, face the consequences. And so yeah. be it. Because you know what? If that were me, and if I was some that stupid to take a DWI and hurting someone where they nearly died, I don't know how I would live my live with myself knowing that I did that to another person. Because you don't realize, people, that hurts not just one person, but you're actually devastating a whole family and friends. Those people, everything around them, and yourself, all that's never going to be the same. So don't tell me that it won't be because you're lying to yourself. Yes, absolutely. And if you do, if you commit a crime like that, then you need to take responsibility for your actions. Yes. And own up to whatever happens next to you. So for Haley Poulos, I hope she learns a valuable lesson from this, hopefully, and moves forward to take responsibility. And whatever happens in the DUI case, trial, whether guilty or not guilty, just you know, own up, take responsibility, move forward, and do not do it again. I I admire her to a certain degree. I will admit I've lost all respect for the actress because of what her decision with her lawyer of not pleading guilty. That really upset me. But I still do admit I do have some admiration towards Haley because she's a very pretty actress. She's very uh, entertaining. You know, she's stardom. I won't deny that. I enjoy her. To this day, I still watch her Lifetime movies because she's that, you know, iconic. She's that star, starlet. But for her to fall so hard with this DWI, that was just one hard pill I couldn't take. 
Absolutely. I, I don't blame you all for feeling that way. Yeah. It's going to take her a long time to get back up on her feet. But, you know, as of right now, it's just uh, unfortunate. And, um, you know, hopefully Haley Poulsen can get back on track. But uh, it's not going to be, you know, just uh, a walk in the park or, you know, just everything's going to be fine, Dan or ever. No, you yeah. have to take responsibility and face the consequences. So, you know, I wish her all the best. But I wish her all the best. I'm not, I'm not one to just hate on just anybody. I'm not saying I hate her. I just don't like the situation that she put herself in and those other people. But overall, I mean, she still is a person and she's a human being and people make mistakes. I get that. But... I wish her the best. I hope that she gets the help that she needs. But again, Haley, if you're going to go back on... If you're going to do a Lindsay Lohan and go to rehab and then come back out and not learn your lesson, then all I got to say is stay away from daytime because we won't appreciate you. Period. And oh my God, Nathan, before we do this thing with the movie review, what is going on with General Hospital? I don't know about you, dude. But I'm over the I'm over the Davis girls. I love I love the new Christina. I do adore her. But the story is just so bad written. I'm bored with it. And it's nothing against the actress. It's the writer. And I'm sorry if it's the scrub writer doing this too. But you guys could do better. And don't get me started with Molly, because I already told you, Nathan. I'm over Molly. I don't even care. <laughs> we got some spoilers for General Hospital. You won't believe what TJ's up to. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But what is your thoughts on this, Nathan? What do you think is wrong with the Davis girls? Is it just me, or maybe we should just write them out? I think maybe we do need to write them out because as much as I love, you know, I love, you know, Hey Pools as, as Molly, uh, yes. you know, Lexi Ainsworth as Christina, you know, Tay Monaco as Sam, uh, Nancy Lee Grimes as Alexis. The Davis girls now, it's just not the same anymore. And I do appreciate, you know, Kate Manzai and the actress who plays... Thank you, yes. I love Kate. Kate, if you're listening, we love you. It's just we're not saying you're not fit for the role because you're perfect, sweetie. The problem is the writing. The writing sucks. And me and Nathan are fanfic writers. We could have wrote a lot better scripts than what... I'm sorry, but what... This is like the bottom of the shoe to me. I mean, I get that... What is it? Um, Molly is not able to have a kid, and I get that. But the way she handled herself, where she literally told her own husband, every time we make love, it hurts me. Give me a break. If it hurts you that bad, you should have gone to the doctor. You should have gotten tested. You should have been honest with your husband. I'm surprised he didn't cheat on her a long time ago. Because to me, what do you think, Nathan? Don't you think she was wrong for keeping that away from her husband all this time? I mean, how long are they supposed to be married? Like a year? I mean, they've been together for like... I mean, uh, they've been married for like a couple of years, but they've been together, I think, since uh, 10 years ago, maybe 2013, 2014, whatever. But I do agree with you. I mean, most of all, it's the writing. And um, it's not the writers aren't doing any of the actresses of the Davis Girls any favors as of right now. Especially Kate Manza, who was brought on the show to replace Lexi Answorth, and she has no storyline. So there you go. Uh, Classic General Hospital yes. has. She came in, she, uh, Kate, was it Kate Manzi? Um, yes. You, you get a lot of um, kudos from me. Um, I love that she came in as the, you know, like a, like a blockbuster, you know, come straight in as 
the new Christina. I'm loving this. But the story itself, the way it's written, it's like the balloon is just starting to deflate. Yeah, and yeah, it's not going nowhere. Definitely. I mean, it's going up in the air, but when's it coming down? That's the that's the problem. Then you got Molly again, the actress. I love you, but the story sucks. Um, I'm at the point, dude. I don't care about Molly anymore. <laughs> I don't care about Molly. I'm sorry, Molly. I don't care that the fact that you're not going to be able to have a kid. I don't care that you hurt your husband every time you make love. <laughs> like, come on, dude. You remember that we talked about this shit. This is Meryl's place 2.0 all over again. Yes, it is. And it's, and it's sad at the same time because, you know, Christina, not Christina, but Molly and TJ are an interracial couple, you know, and, you know, there could have been so much potential writing, good, good storytelling for the two of them as a couple together. But, no, General Hospital drops the ball as always. So oh. I don't think that Molly is needed at all. And at the same time, I just think that, um, you know, I think it's better just to break up Molly and TJ and just have TJ do whatever he wants. And then the other part, and, and this is so sad, like, again, Nathan's on the ball tonight about this. General Hospital just feels so unrecognizable. Like, I, I, to be honest, you think about this, Nathan. For new viewers to watch General Hospital to get hooked, be honest with me, Nathan. Would you even know that Molly and TJ are married? Because to me, they act like high school students than they do a married couple. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel the vibe. And I don't feel the chemistry. And I'm not talking about the new actor, actress that took over. I'm talking about just Molly and TJ in general. Is it just me or don't they just feel a little bit offish? No, you're not wrong at all, Willie. I mean, it's, it's not just the fact that, you know, for new viewers that they wouldn't... If new viewers, you know, watch the hospital today, that they not only would have not known that TJ and Molly are, you know, are a couple or together... But at the same time, it's just the pacing and the directing for them. And many of the characters on that show, yeah. the storyline gets pushed back for like a week, two, or whatever, or for entire month. And then all of a sudden, we see them again, you know, uh, the next time around. It's just so infuriating for me as a viewer of the show. As your hospital has disappointed me since 2020, or the end of 2020, since they broke up. Uh, Jason and Sam, and we don't know how that went when it came to oh my god, the dude. Shape up and yes. everything else in between. It was just a train went from you and Anne. I love Jasmine. They're my favorite favorite pairing next to um Jason and Liz. But I will be honest, guys. I literally got off of the Jasmine bus when I saw how bad the writing was for Jason and Sam. I couldn't handle it anymore. Yeah, I mean, same here for me. I mean, even though I will always be a Jason Sam fan, yeah. the right thing was just not the same. And then once they broke them up, they started going different directions, different pairings. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Jason and Brett, I mean, they had a lot of potential, but Jewish blew that up. And then Sam and Dante, they're barely on together. We don't see them. We don't see their family. We don't see them, you know, at home that much. It's just um, infuriating and... At some point, you know, ABC is going to have to make a decision when it comes to making groundbreaking changes behind the scenes also when it comes to the cast of the show because it's way too bloated. Um, dude, don't you find it ironic that the most action we get out of TJ and Molly was when they weren't together? I mean, look at the chemistry between TJ and Willow. I'm not a Willow fan, but I love him with Willow. They are electric. 
Then you had Molly having an affair with Brando. Dude, that was chemistry. That was fire. Yes, that, that had a lot of potential. And since then, you know, you know, Brando has been killed off. Rip yeah, that was stupid. Lives. Why are you going to kill your biggest, hottest hunk on General Hospital? He was your biggest commodity next to, um... Oh, what was that na guy, Nathan? The the one that used to date Ava? He was a doctor? Oh, 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 um... Shoot, what was his name? Um... It's mean, uh, honest, you, honest ex-husband's son. Yes, yes, yes. I can't think of the name. But you know the hunk I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking yes. about. GH, what is your problem? You guys are supposed to be writers. And you're telling me you can't even write for hunks in daytime? That's just sad. Yeah, it's very, very sad. I mean, you know, they have a lot of potential. But these current writers that we have right mm -hmm. now, you know, on, um, you know... I'm not, I'm not talking about the the, the uh, scrap writers, but yeah. the other writers, Chris and Dan, they have tremendously made General Hospital look very, very bad. Almost like a teenager show. Have a High Jr. or something. Me and Nathan are hashtagging Fire Frank, Fire Dan, and Fire Chris. Hire new writers because this is a message to the industry on ABC Network. How hard is it for you guys to actually get your act together and fi hi hire suitable writers that can actually show they care about our show? Because look at the legacy characters. I mean, I'm loving that we get to see them. Don't get me wrong. But why are they writing them like they're high school, college students? I mean, are you guys copying from JG's notebook? In Young and the Restless, or what's going on? Uh, beats me. I mean, at the same time, you know, the show, the, you know, ABC cannot be, you know, and this goes to every network, ABC, CBS, Fox, or whatever, they cannot be contemplated when it comes to having a show like General Hospital. The only show that's on, the only show that's on, you know, ABC. I mean, yeah. because all my children want to live and be canceled. General Hospital is the only soap opera that you see, and I believe that if both those shows I mentioned, All My Children, Learn to Live, were still on the air, I guarantee you, people will have more than one soap to watch on ABC. And the fact that General Hospital is just being contemplated and not taking action or making changes or doing, doing different things and such things and such things here and there, it's just frustrating and... Um, I barely watch your hospital. I don't watch Oh, your, I'm not afraid to admit TV. it. I hate I, I agree. I'm not afraid to admit it. When Azeroth turns and Guiding Light were on, I was watching it before I was watching General Hospital. Absolutely. Same here. I mean, I only watch General Hospital on YouTube because it's better for me to fast forward and the stuff that I don't <laughs> like. Yeah. Much, yeah. I love yeah. Lori Wright, dude. I'm going to admit it. Um, I've watched General Hospital off and on. Don't get me wrong. But when Laura Wright quit Guiding Light and became the new Carly Corinthos. Dude, I was right there with her when she was in that that train that collapsed. Do you remember that? When they yeah, did... Do you remember well. that, Nathan? They switched one Carly for the other? Yeah, I remember, yeah. It was a blackout? Now that was awesome. Then Guiding Light copied the same thing and they did the same thing to Cassie. Now you tell me, what is the deal? Why did they have to copycat each other? Are we back in high school? There's simply almost no creativity when it comes to, you know, right. doing soap operas, yeah. sadly. 
if we're gonna be in high school, then you guys need to go to det- they need to go to detention. Yes, yes, please that, detention. This is a principal calling in JG, Ron, Frank, Dan, and Chris. You're all in detention, and you guys aren't getting out until you learn how to write. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, go sit a, go sit a corner and cry and complain. Because go do a Charlie Brown. Remember Charlie Brown? Nathan, where they go, rah, 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 rah. Okay, yes, you I guys do. need to go in detention, and you literally need to spend hours in there. And I want on Charlie... Oh, my God, Nathan, I'm crack up. I want 100 words. <laughs> I want 100 words that says, I am not a writer. <laughs> yep. You guys lied. I'm sorry, but you guys lied on your resumes. You're not writers. You're not. I mean, what kind of writing is this crap? It's either, it's, it's, why, they, it's why they just don't care anymore, <laughs> unfortunately. Oh, my God. I was cracking up. Young Loressus, I love you guys. But why did you guys have to copy the nurse's ball for General Hospital? That was tacky. And why is Phyllis not uh, in jail right now? Why is she playing musical chairs with who is she going to see next on YNR? Is it going to be Jack? Is it going to be Diane? Is it going to be Nick, Victor, Nikki? It's like. Why ah. is Phyllis, as beautiful as Michelle Stafford is, why is Michelle. Why is Phyllis Summers, of all people, why is she General City's cheerleader? Why are they turning him into a cheerleader? And, I mean, this whole thing where she faked her death, it makes no sense at all. I have no idea. I have no clue. I mean, the way they've written Phyllis since, um... Gina left. um, Since, let's be honest, since Gina left. Right, of course. Yeah, since Gina left and then, you know, Michelle Stiver returned to Phyllis, they have written her almost into a a quarter completely. Based on storytelling and her not being the first that you and me remember her back in the day on Why Not. Oh my god, dude. I love you, Michelle Stafford, but I ain't gonna lie. I'm missing Gina right now. Me too. I I I love Michelle Stafford again, but this just doesn't feel like Phyllis anymore. I mean, if this is what they brought her for, to do this nonsense, then do you tell me why couldn't they just keep Gina Tagdoni? Absolutely. Why couldn't you just keep her? I mean, do you remember when she came out from a coma and she went all bride Godzilla on everybody? Yes, I remember that very well. That was Phyllis. Oh my god, dude! I just, I don't understand. And you got her hot-looking Sharon Case, as hot as she is, in that awesome wardrobe that she's wearing at Crimson Lights, looking like she's ready to party. <laughs> oh my god, Nathan. She's ready to party in Crimson Lights again. <laughs> I have no idea why she's, why she's still in that coffee house. And Adam's looking at her like Adam's looking at her like a college guy ready to jump her bones. Yeah, I, that's just <laughs> unbelievable. Hi, Adam. Adam's like, hi, Sharon. Oh my god, dude. I, I got Riverdale vibes. <laughs> Oh my goodness, Riverdale. It's Archie, Reggie, and Veronica and Betty all over again. All we need is Nick, and Nick can be Archie Andrews. <laughs> uh, that's what we need, for sure. I'm sorry, guys. I love you, Courtney Hope, but we gotta get rid of Sally, dude. She's not doing nothing for me. 
same with for me. I mean, you know, her character is a character that should be on the board and beautiful. And she's smoking, Courtney Hot uh, Hope. You know this. She's smoking hot. What is it with the show? You got all these women that are hot, and they don't even know how to write for them. No, they don't, unfortunately. And um, you know, I just think that for someone like Sorry Special, like Courtney Hope, who is a beautiful actress. Oh my God! Yes, and I'm laughing my ass off. Um, why is Nick walking around with Connor's haircut? <laughs> I got my clue. I was watching this. Oh my God, Nathan, did you crack up when you saw it? I'm like, are we watching Riverdale? <laughs> I have no idea. Nick is dressed up like Archie Andrews. <laughs> I don't get it. It makes no sense whatsoever. Poor Eric Braden. I bet you he's laughing his butt off just watching Joshua Morrow dressed up as Archie Andrews on a scene that they got to talk about anything with that haircut. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the haircut. But why did they make it like a kid's haircut? I don't get it. I don't get it either. My God, I'm I am really- so thankful Mark Grossman has an adult haircut because, my God, I can't. It's, it's crazy. I don't get it. Anybody would be Oh my god, and then you got Hunk Connor Floyd that plays Chance. Dude, what yeah. is going on? What is on with, wrong with Young the Restless, dude? Why are they writing that, like, we're at the OC and Beverly Hills Center 2-0? Chance is starting to act like he's the horny quarterback in Genoa City trying to get laid. <laughs> He can't get laid because he doesn't have a home. <laughs> I don't understand that. I don't get it. He gave his home away to Devon, dude. What? Do you, what? The, you know what? 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 He gave his home away? <laughs> I got no idea. No clue. Devon, I hate you. Devon, um, you're going to be the baby's daddy. I get that. But please, Chance, why on earth would you sacrifice that beautiful mansion for Devon. I don't get it. I don't get it unless, and you'll laugh, unless it was Chance and Devon having like an off-screen romance, I can get it because that could be like a giveaway. I mean, damn, I swear. Just put everybody as gay characters and you got it all taken care of. But it's just funny because um, now the only sense, the sets that we have are just so, um, how do you say it? They're, they're so, um, predictable. Not only that. Oh my God. You got Lily. I love you, Lily, but, um, Christelle, but why? Oh my God. Why is Lily having to live in Devon's penthouse? Why doesn't she get her own home? She's single, dude. Where is she living? Uh, who knows these days? I mean, the, the, the show doesn't even have a police department set anymore. I mean, seriously, why not? Half the town is living in... Oh, my God, I can't stupid tweet. God, I can't believe this. Nathan, half the town's living in the hotel rooms. <laughs> yeah, I, I You got rid of... We got show. rid of Phyllis at the... You know, what was that, that damn hotel's name? the Grand Phoenix. We got her out of the Grand Phoenix, right? We finally got her out. But now they're putting everybody into the room. Everyone we know is living at a hotel. You got Kyle living in a hotel. Now we got Summer. And then we got Audra. Tucker barely moved out. 
into the, the mansion. Um, who knows? Who knows where Lena lives? Because nobody knows. <laughs> Nick, mean, Nick might as well be joining the rest of the community at a hotel because we never see his home anymore. We don't even see that poor little boy that he's supposed to be the baby daddy of. Christian. Where is Christian? Why did we... Oh, seriously, why not? Why did you even have to create Christian if you're not even going to use him properly? <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. So why did they make him Adam's son if we're just going to screw each other over on this whole storyline? I mean... I just feel so bad for Adam. It's like he doesn't even have a son named... Uh, what was his name again? Connor. No, the other one, Christian? Christian, Christian. Uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. I think that's the problem. You got so many um, convoluted storylines, they just don't make any sense anymore. It, rem it reminds me so much of Guy in Light Before it was canceled. I mean... Yes, exactly, everyone, right? Everyone like, the other day, like you caught house. it, right? You caught Young the rest of the other day? They, it was getting yeah. slow, and then all of a sudden it picks up because Adam comes out of nowhere and starts getting into Audra. Dude, we know what's going to happen. We don't even need to predict it. They're going to get it on like Donkey Kong, and Adam's going to find a way to blackmail her, and she's going to be his new bitch. Yes, absolutely. I mean, the scene they had the other day, you can tell that Adam was not intimidated by Audra, but... I think Audra is turned on. I know, that I, anger and that the anger and the, the angst between them, I'm not going to lie, it was like foreplay between them. Yes, it was. I mean, it was a very interesting scene. Uh, Nathan has a very special announcement to make. Nathan, what did you find out on set for Young and the Restless about a certain actor that feels a certain way about storylines? Yes, um, there, there's been, actually, this has been going on, it's more than one actor on the show, more than one actress, actually. <laughs> I oh my god, dude, it's high school all over again in college, oh my god. Yes, everybody I mean, has to date uh, everybody on a set, come on. Dude, you know yeah, they would have fired people in the back in the day, as of what turns in Guiding Light, I know it happened off, often on set, but let's be real, how many people have their jobs these days because of what is going on right now in daytime? The, the networks these days don't take enough action. That's the issue. How many That's times issue, is really. Steffi going to be pregnant? <laughs> off screen. She's married. She, she has a husband. She's pregnant again. I mean, come on. What are you doing, b, &B? What are you doing, soap operas? Oh, my God. And Lily, I love you, Lily, but they really had to give you a big fat-ass purse just to hide your pregnancy? Yeah, that, that, that went well. Oh my god. If that's the case, just leave her in bed with Daniel. Cover it up that way. I mean, that's what I... Don't you think, Nathan, that's something we would have done? Yeah, we would have done that, yes. Something I subtle. Something subtle. She's not feeling good. She's got the fever, you know, whatever. Make it make it plausible. And then Daniel's yeah, like, I brought you some chicken soup. I can't get up, Daniel. I don't feel good. That's how you hide a pregnancy, dude. Right, that works. Chelsea is so predictable. She's always sitting down. <laughs> and no standing, no walking. Wow. Very clear, why not? Steffi, oh my god, girl, you're gorgeous, but why are they leaving you always in the desk? Can she not stand? Is, I mean, is she that far along that they can't show her at all? She's not that fragile. No female on the show is oh, that's pretty, is that fragile. Stop mm -hmm. it, why not? It's, 
God. I feel bad for women, dude. I, I mean, what do they call that? Feminism? Yeah, that's it. Um, I think, again, let's take the writers and take them to a real university. And they need to learn the real reason and understanding about feminism because they don't understand it. Apparently, all they think that guys and women do is um, date, fuck, and screw each other over. Absolutely. I mean... Oh, yeah, well, and they can have babies. Guys have to have babies and girls have to have babies like all the time on daytime. It's like... It, it, it's like a play... Um, it, it's like a, a playpen of babies. And no real adult writing, unfortunately. Sadly. <laughs> I feel bad for that hunk that plays in General Hospital that plays um, Finn and Chase's dad. Oh, my God. I loved him, guys. I loved him back when he was on another show. And, yes, I'm giving away my age. I don't care. He was really, really exciting on a TV show. I can't remember it right now. But to see him on our show, a General Hospital, diminished to nothing, especially with scenes with Alexis. That's just pathetic. It, yeah, it really is pathetic. And it just shows that Joe Hospital, once again, is wasting a role. Not just like the actor who plays uh, Gregory. The actor who plays Marshall on that show. Oh, Gerson, God, don't get me started on Marshall. I can't with Marshall. Mm-mm. No, I mean, I, I love the actor. I mean, I have no... No, I'm talking about the writing. About, I'm talking about the I writing. Know, There's yes, nothing there. There's, I mean, guys, I love the acting. Don't get me wrong. All the actors are cool. But the writing, I mean, we have to admit, the writing does suck. And Vanessa Marcel, you get a shout out. Girl, you did right by not returning to General Hospital. You do not want to be going in there. Uh-uh. No, she does not. I mean, you know. You won't believe I mean, what they're going to be yeah. doing to Brenda Barrett coming soon. It's going to make everybody scream. Yeah, recast. Not the real one, unfortunately. And then the rumor is supposedly they'll be recasting Robin Scorpio next. Yeah, that should be fun. All right, Nathan, here we go. Get us a quick Pizza Hut commercial, and when we return, we're going to be talking about Indiana Jones. All right, Pizza Hut commercial, here we come. Great job. Thank you so much. Um, I was trying to find where was it. Oh, okay. Me and Nathan are so excited because this is a big deal for me, guys. Nathan, in case you didn't find this out, I found this out for us. Jennifer Garner is returning as Electra for Deadpool 3. Yes, that is going. That's exciting news, and I want to see how that happens in that movie. And you know why this special meaning for me, right, Nathan? Because I met the beloved um, Jennifer Garner when she did the red carpet to the original Electra movie. 
Yes. In Las Vegas. And dude, she... Not, oh my god. She's not only drop-dead gorgeous, but she's funny. And she's everything. She's stunning. She's she's a whole package. And anybody yes, that doesn't appreciate her, you got issues. Yes, absolutely. I mean, Jennifer Gardner, uh, you know, I remember her mostly... Um, you know, in not only Electra, but many other, you know, films like mm-hmm. uh, Daredevil as well, and um, many others. So, um, you know, uh, I'm glad that she's a part of, that she's going to be a part of Deadpool 3 when it comes out. And I'm looking forward to see how they bring Electra into that franchise, so to speak, because Deadpool has been very successful the past couple of yes. um, movies. And, um,. <clears throat> I'm going to admit this, guys. Um, you know, I love my Marvel and DC, right? Just like the comic book, Nathan. But I'm going to admit this. Looks like Marvel's beating DC in the polls here because at least Marvel's going on full steam ahead. DC wants to reset just like in the comic books, and they just want to recast the whole cast again. Yeah, and, and that for DC is not going to work. But at the same time for them, they, ha- they have had to start, stop, we start, reboot, do this, do that, over and over again because of bad mismanagement from the powers that be over at Warner Bros. and DC Comics. And so, yes. you know, I mean, see what they we'll do. We'll see what DC does, you know, down the line with the films they have uh, in store. But for Marvel, you know, they they've been a part of this for a long time. They yes. have not had to start, stop, reboot, or anything. They just continue to move forward, and you know, we'll see what they do with Deadpool. Um, three coming out very soon and um you know i mean i think that um the best is yet to come for um marvel and what they have to offer just hearing that jennifer garner is returning as electra for deadpool 3 that just made my my summer yeah yeah absolutely <clears throat> i mean yeah it's just um i'm glad that she decided to come back to reprise the roles electra mm-hmm. and i hope we do see others who you know, were a part of, you know, made famous superhero roles back then for uh, Marvel, and I hope that they do reprise their roles, even if it's even not the same character. Yeah. Maybe they can, they can play a different character, and we get that, um, we get the old feeling back, so, so to speak. I'm ignoring all the hate against fans uh, towards Jennifer for returning as Elektra, but I'm going to say this, Nathan, if you really think about it. I'm glad that we're getting her instead of a recast. Because some of the recasts that they use for Marvel, they're not that good. No, they're not that good. And I, and I don't understand why. They must, they must be roles. sneaking into class with the rest of the daytime writers because that's where everything goes down. Yeah, that's not good at all. Alright, Nathan, do you have anything to report for Deadpool 3? Do we have a release date yet? Or are they... Are they in production right now, or where are we at with Deadpool 3? Because I don't remember when it's supposed to release. Uh, for Deadpool 3, it's the upcoming American superhero film. Uh, that should be coming out sometime next year in May. Oh, okay, uh, May good. 3rd, 2024, is scheduled to be released in the United States as a part of Phase 5 for the MCU. And do we have any updates with what's going on with the current writer's strike and any other strikes that are taking action? Well, the, the current writer strike is still ongoing with WAG from both East and the West. Okay. And um, when it comes to the actor strike, you know, it, the talks for a, a new deal was extended to 
uh, July 12th, and that is uh, next Wednesday. But it seems that regardless, you know, the actors and actors are going to strike. So we might, I think it's most likely that we're going to get an actor strike too coming up uh, after uh, July 12th. Um, because, you know, obviously with what's going on with the writer's strike and um, the potential of the um, actor's strike, you know, the actors want to be aligned with the writers and demand better. So, um, yeah. You know, yeah, so buckle up, guys. This is going to be very bummer for the next couple of months for television as a whole. And um, we'll see what happens. And Nathan, also, we found out to tell our listeners, sorry guys, some bad news to share, but um, we keep hearing there might be some dark times ahead for all daytime except for days, I believe, um, going into August, September, through October. Nathan, can you give our audience an insight of what it means when uh, daytime goes dark? Yes, when daytime goes dark, goes dark, I believe, you know, that's when the studio's completely shut down, and then um, I think we're most likely to get, like, repeats for every single soap opera, except for Days of Lives, because as we know, they came so far ahead. And, yeah. um, They're empty. You know, There's empty. Yeah. There's nobody in. There's literally nobody in the building. That's how dark. That dark, dark is dark. Absolutely. And, and um, we want to clear up that... Um, you know, this back and forth of, you know, whether daytime would be impacted or not because they had to strike or because, you know, you know the um, there was this deal that the soap signed or whatever that mm-hmm. would prevent them from joining the uh, adjudicators to strike. That's not true, unfortunately. So, you know, um, you know, uh, the studios will be going on uh, on dark in September. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's going to be dark times here, like you said, Willie for uh, these shows and soaps, not just in, in daytime, also prime time too. And we have, you know, a bunch of, you know, repeats coming up here and there. And Don't forget the political order. I hate to say, guys, we try to not involve politics, but we have to mention this. In September, right, Nathan? Is it August or September? We got the political, political trial coming up, and that's going to preempt a lot of daytime again. Yes, it will. So be on the lookout for that as well. Guys. Another court uh, hearing nobody asked about. No, no one asked for this court hearing or never, but, you know, yeah. it's going to happen either way. Mm. And uh, just be ready when it happens, guys, because, um, you know, it's going to be very annoying, you know, coming out of nowhere, but it happens. So just be on the lookout for that, too, guys. Set your DVRs, guys. All my children's fan favorite, Walt Wiley as Jack Jackson Montgomery from All My Children. Debuts on our beloved General Hospital on July 12th. I cannot wait. Yeah, same here too. I mean, you know, I you know, um, I saw the picture of him with Felicia and Lucy, and he looks phenomenal. He's oh my so god, strict. you got to send it to me. I don't have that yet. I've got to have it. Um, I I'm just in awe of him. I already sent him my hugs and my roses on media, and he liked it. So. That'd be my day, because <laughs> I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I've had a crush on Jack. I've had a crush on Jackson Montgomery just as much as Eric King is in love with that man. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I can. I don't blame you for him that way. I mean, mm-hmm. it's been a long time since we've seen Walt Willie on any other, you know, soap opera or primetime show. That was just all much and canceled, and to see him in General Hospital again. Uh, it'll be a treat. Um, it'll be it'll be short term, of course, 
But I do hope that this opens the door down the road for other actors, actors who want my children to come on the show to play their roles of all my children who have to live, not brand new ones for your hospital. Okay, here's a little teaser from that. I was told that our beloved Martin Gray is not who we think he is not who we think he is. So I'm cracking up here, Nathan. What if and this is just me because it's wild and it's GH. Don't tell me that Tad Martin is gonna have a double twin son, uh, twin brother. When you, when you said that, I immediately thought of um, Tad's uh, look-alike Ted. From yeah, show. yeah. That could, yeah. It would work. It would work. But now they're involving the Martin Gray angle. Would that mean that his... I don't know how you would explain it, guys, in daytime, but... It's just wondering if maybe they could do... Um, where Martin Gray meets Tad Martin, if that's possible. Yeah, I think that could actually work. I mean, cause, or maybe um, Martin Gray is actually Tad Martin under, uh, in, you know, investigation or... Maybe oh my God, dude, if he is... If Martin Gray is Tad Martin, I'm going to faint. I love Tad Martin. He's always been my favorite again. Um, again, guys, all my children, I, when I was younger, I had a crush on all these older guys. I, I, <laughs> I found out I wasn't gay until younger. It was amazing. But I had a crush on all of them, dude. Dan, um, oh, what was it? Jackson Montgomery, Tad Martin, Erica's um, ex-husband, uh, Bianca's dad. What's his name? Travis Montgomery. Oh, my God. Dude, that's Kyle Samson from Guiding Light. Of course you got a crush on him. And, yeah, I remember him from the two. Oh, who's the other one? All oh, my children. <gasps> oh my god, our beloved Lou Jack from Guiding Light was on there too. Yes, Mr. Rosario is Dr. David Hayward. So, I mean, seriously, how can you not question any of them? Because it's, it's literally like Guiding Light crossed over into All My Children with all the cast. Yes, absolutely, and I'm just glad that John Hospital is doing this because when you look yeah. at their summer preview and what they have, it's not really a lot to look forward to. It's just a bunch of dragged out plots here and there. And It's just filler. It's just filler because we all yeah. know, we can admit it, ever since the big hype, and we do report it, guys, whether it's bad or good, we gave you guys the, the quick early showdown of, and if that's what you want to even call it, but it's a showdown for... Carly and Nina about when Willow was supposed to be revealed as Nina's daughter. It didn't match the hype for us, but we did report it early for you guys. But I think that's what they did wrong, Nathan, is they put too many eggs in the basket for that storyline. That now, and we talked about this too, Nathan, I feel they've putting so much pressure on Walt Riley's character of Jan Jackson Montgomery. They're going to push now all the stress and pressure to get the ratings from one character just to keep the show back on the ratings again. Now, if you're going to do this, GH, do it right. Um, Nathan and I already teased you about this, guys, early. Erica Kane is coming to um, from Pine Valley to Port Charles. We don't know when, but according to what me and Nathan found out, Get ready because apparently I'm loving this. Apparently, Erica Kane is supposed to be Martin Gray's ex. 
Crazy X. Yes. She's his crazy X girlfriend or something. I don't know how they're going to explain it. But again, Nathan, you had it right. What if Martin Gray is really Tad Martin? Didn't Erica Kane have a thing with Tad on All My Children? Yes, that, that is true. Back in the day, yes. Oh my god, dude. The ratings in General Hospital are going to go off the roof now. And if we get, as rumor, guys, and we teased you, there are more people from Pine Valley popping in. Nathan and I confirmed this. Pine Valley is coming, guys. It's it it's set. We don't have its release date yet, but it is happening. And remember, Cassie DePaiva is also on board. She's playing a mysterious character. Um, Nathan, how are you feeling about this? Are you excited for the new Pine Valley? Because remember, it's going to be darker than the original on my children. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I just hope that whoever's writing the show will, you know, honor the history at the same time. When yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Who would yeah, you I'm like to who would you like to see return from Pine Valley? Except the regular you know, the, the main regulars that we love. But any other favorites that you would love to, to see return? I would like to see actually I want to see Friggy uh Friggy Hubbard return to Pine Valley with Randy uh, his, you know, his wife, and uh, I like to also see, you know, Frankie's son, William, the son that Frankie seems forgot about, uh, you know, when William came on the show 20 plus years ago, as just a baby, uh, when Mia Saunders played by uh, Amelia Henley at that time, all oh, my children played his on-screen mother and had a uh, affair with uh, Frankie, and I like to see uh, Frankie back on All My Children. Um, as far as anyone else goes, it doesn't matter to me. I just hope that the show is not really reliant too much on new characters like General Hospital is because if that happens, I really will not care. But I do think we need to see uh, the veteran cast also. Oh yeah, we're gonna see a lot. We're gonna see a lot of the mixing characters. Um, I would like to add that I would love to see Michael B. Jordan because when they got when they got James Franco as Franco. On General Hospital years ago as Franco, that made my day. That was my year. That's like a birthday present. So if you guys can get James Franco as Franco, then you sure as heck can get that budget together and bring Michael B. Jordan over to General Hospital. Yeah, I want to see him uh, on General Hospital as, you know, Richard Montgomery, of course. And him playing a lawyer like his on-screen dad, yeah. you know, Jackson Montgomery. Yeah, that would work. Okay, General Hospital, you guys got the red carpet. Don't screw it up. With Jan with Mike Jackson Montgomery hitting poor Charles, we better get all of them, guys. I want to see all of them. I want to see our Greenlee. I want to see Jackson's twin daughters, Ava and... What was the other one, uh, Nathan? What was the other daughter's name? Lily? Yeah, Lily, yeah. Oh, my God, dude. I'm getting goosebumps. If they do this right, we could have a really good crossover. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, I believe so. We can maybe this will open the door down the line for uh, uh, Landview wanting to live to come back as well as a prime time too. If this if this works out, uh, yes. in the beginning. Right, and then of course, guys. Again, me and Nathan confirmed early for you because we keep hearing the rumblings of it, but we do hear that Bianca is supposed to be popping in too, and Kendall, Bianca and Kendall. I don't know how they're gonna do this, guys, but this is what we talked about when we mentioned it a while back. This is the new Pine Valley that's popping in to our beloved General Hospital. Uh, it's all going, yes. guys. This is the Yellow Brick Road. 
we're heading into Pine Valley. That's that's what's going on here. Yes, yes, we are, and um, you know, uh, let's just hope that you know, pretty much it works out in the end, and yeah. um, it becomes very successful because you know, all my children wanted to live were canceled a long time ago, and um, you know, we miss these characters, we miss you know the actors and actresses, and um, we can always see them back when it comes starting off with Pine Valley first. I've got one request, uh, ABC. Please, 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 do not bring back Ryan freaking Lavery. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I don't mind his children that much, but at the same time, you know, don't if you're gonna bring him back, fine, just don't overdo and over. I don't him. want Ryan ever. I don't want Ryan ever because you're gonna laugh, Nathan. I don't want to hear him yelling because we had enough of that from Drew. Yeah, and that's a failure on General Hospital, sadly, unfortunately. I mean, yeah, I don't want to do another do-over. I mean, guys, if you really do, if if you really, really want to impress us, I want you to bring back Billy Miller as Annie Lavery's brother and prove that he didn't die. I'll, dude, I'll kiss your feet. I want Billy Miller back. Yeah, I wouldn't mind him on on, on the uh, on Pine Valley. Who did he play on All My Children? The brother, he what played, was his name? Uh, he played Richie Novak. There you brother. go. If we can bring people back from the dead, then we can definitely bring back our Richie Novak as Billy Miller. Absolutely. Anything can happen when it comes to daytime and this primetime show called Pine Valley. All right, Nate. We're going to take a quick little music break. Uh, Nathan's going to pick one of his favorite little uh, songs. And then, of course, we are definitely doing uh, Indies. Um, Indiana Jones, um, I think it's called Indiana Jones 5, right, Nathan? Yeah, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. That's the fifth, um, movie from the Indiana Jones franchise. Yeah, okay, guys, don't go away. You won't believe what me and Nathan have to talk about, including this movie. Did it do good with us? Do we give it popcorns? You, you won't believe what we got to talk about. So don't go away. We'll be right back right after this music break.
awesome. Thank you, Nathan. No problem. All right, guys. Welcome back to our second part of tonight's podcast. Um, we are excited because this is our VIP red carpet summer 11 summer season 11 summer premiere and tonight's podcast is presented by Liberty City Online head over to https forward slash libertycityonline.com for your exciting online web drama series Nathan check this cool um series out you are a fanfic writer, so you'll have great appreciation. Again, this is Liberty City Online. And also, the podcast tonight is also presented by Ven Venice the Series, created by our one beloved, Crystal Chappelle. You all remember her from? Yes. Nathan, where was she from? Tell the audience where she comes from daytime. Not only Days of Our Lives, not only Guy in Light, not only other daytime soap operas, also... Her current um, web series, Venice, the series, mm -hmm. is, uh, is uh, you know, is a show she's been on for a long time. And I think it's in, like, what, her 10th season, if I'm correct? I'm thinking so, yeah. And, guys, you need to check it out because there's a certain favorite from Guiding Light. And we're not just talking Christopher Chappelle. There's a fan favorite from Guiding Light that is on... Venice the series. And here's the clue, guys. She calls her favorite lover Bud on Guiding Light. So if you can remember who that was, you'll know who's going to be on Venice the series. Yes, absolutely. If you guys know who that is, then I think guys who watched uh, not just uh, Guiding Light, but also watched Venice, she's also on there too with Chris Chappelle. And many other actors and actresses from Guy and Light and the other soap operas. It's a very fun series. I check out Venice, the series. We get a chance. Yes, exactly. Um, I'm pulling it up real quick for you guys. Make sure you follow Liberty City. It's the official Twitter for Liberty City. Catch Season 5 live now. Again, that's LibertyCityOnline.com. And you can follow them on Twitter at LC Online. Serial, S-E-R-I-A-L. And Nathan, do you have the other Twitter for uh, Venice the Series? I believe I do. Let me just get it up Yeah, here. go ahead and pop it up. Let the audience know where they can find Venice the Series so they know where to follow our um, beloved Crystal Chappelle's original creative web series. Absolutely. So let me just get it up here. Okay, so you guys can follow Venice the Series on Instagram uh, at Venice underscore the underscore series on uh, Instagram for that show. Um, let me see if there's anything else. You also can follow it um, Twitter. You also can follow it, follow it on uh, Facebook, uh, Facebook.com slash Venice the Series as well. And I'm trying to look for it on uh Twitter. It should be somewhere on Twitter, but those are two places you can also check it out. Also, YouTube, Vanessa Series. Uh, check out that. Um, check out, you know, that on YouTube as well. It doesn't have the full episodes. I think from the beginning they do, 
as far as the rest of them, you have to right. go on. Right, you can um, go to VeniceTheSeries.com to order and watch the seasons. Again, guys, this is so addictive. If you ever wondered where your beloved soap actors are at, Venice the Series has them. <laughs> they got them all. Oh, my God. You wait to see who's in there. I mean, Nathan, they've even got our beloved Blake from Guiding Light in there. Yes, the legendary Liz Keeper. Uh, you Nora. Know, Nora from One Life to Live is in there. Yes. Yes, as well. Uh, Louise Sorrell from Days of Our Lives. Yeah. That is her lives, her too. Um, Beatrice, who plays who played uh, Lillian on Guiding Light, she's on there as well. Uh, um, Billy Lewis is on there from Guiding Light. Yes, Jordan Clark also uh, on uh, husband, also on screen husband. Uh, Michael Sabato, is that how you say his name? Yeah. Oh, what was his she's... name? Uh, Daniel Jonas, guys from Days of Our Lives. Mike. Yes. Mike from As the World Turns. What's his name? Mike. My cast off from As the World Turns is also on um, Venice. Yes, he's on Venice. There's everybody, guys. They're, they're all there. Oh, Joshua Lewis from Guiding Light is on there too. Yes, him as well. Also, the great um, Kim's uh, Zimmer plays. Um, it's people that you remember um, from the soap operas are on there, especially. Nadia Borzlin, who was Chloe and Dave, she's on there too. And so on and so forth. Check out Venice the Series. Yes, yes. Follow them over at Venice the Series. You know, at Venice the Series on Twitter. Let them know that Willie and Nathan sent you guys. And um, again, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Give us a snapshot of it. Send it to our email at bunkersmasters at gmail.com. And we'll enter you guys in a uh, a rally and we'll find out later who will win a prize. Alright Nathan, here we are. We're finally here. It's a big moment. The red carpet's out. What is your thought on the new Indiana Jones film and Don't Hold Back? Indiana Jones and Donald Destiny to me was a very, very good uh, movie. Uh, minus one uh, cast member and actress on that movie. I'm pretty sure you guys know who that is. Um, that did not need to be there, but you know she did not hog up or take up the entire movie. So that that's a big plus. So um, you know, but overall, this was a very good movie. I enjoyed it, and if this is indeed uh, the last Indiana Jones in the franchise, then way to go out with a big bang, Harrison yes. Ford. Um, you know, we appreciate, we love you we, as an actor. We thank you for not just Indiana Jones, but also many other franchises you were a part of. And um, I got to say, this was very good, very fun, very entertaining. And, you know, uh, Harrison Ford brought it, as always, as uh, Indiana Jones. So, um, you know, overall, this uh, movie pretty much focuses on um, Indiana Jones and his estranged goddaughter, Helena Shaw, trying to locate a device that can change the course of history for, um, you know, Georgian Roller can take it from Salvatore's the outcome of World War II. So uh, you can expect a lot of twists and turns from this movie here and out, up and down from beginning to end, but I think it's one that a lot of people will enjoy. Mm-hmm. Minus um, uh, the actress, uh, Helena Shaw, who played, um, you know, um, that's, who put, that's who plays Helena Shaw on there, and uh, I, I recommend you guys check it out. How many popcorns would you say you gave it? I'll give this one, uh, to be fair, 4.5 popcorns out of 5 popcorns. 
I'm going to give her five popcorns. Again, I did not care for his goddaughter, Helena Shaw. She could have been without being in this movie. But I laughed. I cried. I was jumping up for joy. And guys, you're going to love the chase. You're going to love the hot chase scene. Remember, Nathan? Yeah, I do. All right. Shout out to my favorite actors that are on this cast. Antonio Banderas is back. In the screen, Nathan, were you jumping for joy when you saw him? Yeah, I was very excited to see him back on um, for this movie, and I don't think it would have been complete without him. Karen Allen, guys, she's back. Yes, it's Marion Ravenwood, Joan's wife, who was aiding and finding the Ark of Convent in 1936, and the Crystal Skull of Ecuador in 1957. Our beloved Seanette Renee Wilson. Oh my god, girl, you got it. You did so great on this movie. You better get an Emmy. Yeah, she did very good in her role uh, playing Mason. And um, she was able to get an award. She was get an Emmy. I hope she gets it. And finally, commends to Boyd Holbrook, who played Kleber. He was amazing. I totally enjoyed his... His acting, and I enjoyed the character on here. And again, guys, if this really is the final indie film, this is a really good curtain, guys. It it, it, it had me a little upset, and you'll see why. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but you'll see why. But again, I enjoyed these the, the cast and the story, um, the chases. And of course, I've got to give it out to Harrison Ford, dude. His humor is never... Never forgotten. I'm always had a crush on Harrison Ford because I fell in love with him when he played Han Solo on Star Wars. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, I, th I thought I did very well in this movie too, mm -hmm. and uh, I, I do appreciate you know what the what every actor actress had to bring yes. to you know this movie because of course it's Indiana Jones. I mean, how long he go there? And I just I just couldn't see this movie going out. On a big whimper, so there you yeah, go. that's true. That's true. All right, um, Nathan's gonna play one of our um, daytime intros from um, All My Children. And when we come back, we're gonna hit your favorite moment you've all been waiting for is our daytime spoilers. So don't go away. Nathan's gonna kick off our All My Children intro for um. Classic All My Children. Alright, thank you, Nathan. No problem. 
All right, guys, we're entering Genoa City here. I'm just going to give you a little spoiler, then Nathan's going to take over on the spoilers. Here's just a little tease. Here's what's coming up for y'all for July 11th, which will be Tuesday. As we all know, Sharon did recently acquire Kristen Incorporated. That's Cameron Kristen, the guy that has taunted her for years. Um, he, believe it or not, has a company... And he left it behind just for her. Nathan, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, I'm interested to see, you know, what what Sharon does with that company from mm -hmm. here on out. Because I do think this will, you know, open the door for her to do more than, you know, being at the coffee house and, uh, you know, just, you know, throw on coffees and stuff. I want to see her do more. And I think that this storyline will open that door for her character, for, you know, Sharon Newman. And I do think that this will also involve both Nick and Adam because she wants um, Nick and Adam to work together, which will be harder first. But, you know, I do think at the same time, this will um, at least maybe try to, you know, help try to mend more things between Nick and Adam because, of course, with the death of Sally's baby, you know, things are kind of raw between both Nick and Adam. And, um, you know, this could be, uh, this new project that Sharon has could be maybe the first of, of hearing for both of them and getting them all together. Yes. And also, guys, it's finally happening. Sharon Rosales is finally going to be leaving Crimson Lights. For this story that you've all been anticipating is finally here. Uh, JG finally is on his promise and this storyline is going to be a little short umbrella storyline, guys. It's going to be pretty big, but it's going to involve a lot of characters and unexpected ways. And also, if you haven't been catching up, Sharon has enlisted Nick's guidance and help in being part of this company. So yes, this means that they will be working together, but in a twist, Sharon is going to be Nick's boss. Ah, very interesting twist there. Cameron knew what he was doing when he left the company for her. Because you remember, Nathan, he told her. He's like, you're more than just serving out coffee to these people that don't pay attention and listen. Yeah, that is true. He wasn't wrong there. He was a deranged maniac. But you got to give it out to the dude. He loved his Sharon. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he 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 was really wrong about what he said to Sharon. I mean, <laughs> he told Sharon she's the best. He told Sharon he she's the best sex he she, he ever had. <laughs> yeah, he wants to talk about discussing sex. There it is. He let everybody know. <laughs> he let everybody know, especially Nick, that Sharon's the best sex he ever had. <laughs> I know. And Nick's expression, like, dude, shut up. <laughs> Okay, guys, get ready because uh, Nathan and me were right, and Nathan, you caught it. Diane Jenkins is hiding something yet again. When Jack Abbott finds out who or what she's hiding, um, I don't know, guys, but I don't think there's going to be a wedding. Yeah, I don't see a wedding happening for Jack and Diane as well after what's going to happen with Diane because yeah. for so long, so ever since Diane came back to YNR, 
the character has been almost too sleek, too clean. No, they watered. And, they watered. They watered Diane down. Remember, she used no, to be not. villainous. You remember, uh, Beloved Mora West played her really good, and she, at least she played crazy in a good way. Yeah, I mean, Mora West did, 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 you know, did a job. I mean, you know, she's Mora the West, so... Right, and I know, love Susan Walters, with, Susan Walters, right? That's the one that's playing Diane. Yes. I love you, Susan Walters, but again, the writing is not matching your character. Yes, and you know the thing with Diane is we have not seen any. We have not seen her do anything. She's not doing nothing. I get that she's mad, but come on, this is Diane. She should be pulling people's hair. She should be blocking people. She should be doing what Jill Abbott Foster did to Nina Chancellor years ago. Remember, uh, Jill locked her up in a closet. Yeah, I remember that. Yes. This is the kind of stuff we need on. Um, young the restless guys. We we're we're, just, we're we're needing this. Okay, more spoilers for you guys. For Nathan switches over to the the spoilers for you. Um, me and Nathan found out that Tucker is gonna come up upon a secret, and he's gonna use the leverage against someone. And who will it be? You wait to find out who that is. But he's gonna make an alliance with Phyllis. I'm loving this, guys. I, I'm sorry, Gigi, but you actually won me on this. Tucker is going to blackmail Phyllis into working with him because the only way that she could get free is if she needs to find that ambulance guy, remember? Yeah, uh, I think his name is Carl, if I'm correct. Our beloved Trevor St. John that plays Tucker McCall is the new villain here. He's going to tell Phyllis, no dice. If you want your freedom, you're going to have to follow my orders. So here's what is going to happen. Phyllis and Tucker are teaming up to go against Diane, but they're also going to do a takeover against Jabot. Yes, and that should, that should be very interesting. I have to give Josh Groove his credit. Um, I do think, though, that I, I can see Phyllis somehow outmaneuvering Tucker because despite everything that's happened with Diane and Jack, I mean, you know, she knows how much Jabot means to the Abbott family, so yes. I can see her exposing uh, Tucker uh, for what he truly is, and for as far as Asha goes, I can't feel sorry for her after what's going to happen next. Um, and a shocking move, guys. Um, I'm thinking Ashley's probably going to get mad because of what Tucker is doing, but according to what we've heard from our close sources, is Ashley is supposed to be leaving Tucker at the altar and if you think about it guys that's kind of Tucker's karma because you remember he used to cheat on Ashley with Diane many years ago yes absolutely and um, you know if I don't know um, if John was not playing Tucker I would not feel bad for, for I would I would feel uh, I wouldn't feel bad for the character at all. But yeah. since he is playing Tucker, I do feel a little bad for him. But again, this is what happens when you know uh, Tucker gets too cocky, too comfortable. But at the same time, for Ashley, she knows who Tucker truly is. So I can't feel sorry for her at the same time. Speaking of blackmail, Adam Newman is going to be digging dirt on Audra Charles when he finds out what Char what Audra's secret is. My guess is she probably either had Noah's baby or she faked the pregnancy. But it's very dark because when Adam finds out 
He's going to blackmail her to do his bidding. This is going to be fun, guys. And you're going to be getting a kick out of this, but Kyle Abbott may mix into the storyline because he'll be kind of jealous that she's paying attention to Adam and not him. Yes, so be on the lookout for that, guys. And, uh, you know, she was very interested in having fun as well. Kyle Abbott is going to be joining Newman, which might as well because Victor treats him like another son anyway. But here's the, here's the twist. While Kyle is joining Newman, could it be possible that he comes across a few secrets of his own? Remember, Audra and Nate are working together. Will he find the two working together over, like, overhearing it? Or is it possible he might catch him in a compromising situation? One way or another, Kyle's life's about to change. And, um, that over to you, Nathan. What spoilers do you have for Young the Restless? Alright, here's what I have for one of our spoilers for the week of July 10th. Um, uh, starting off with, with uh, Monday, July 10th, 2023. Michael has a secret with Devers. Lily receives an expert gift from Daniel. Tucker stumbles onto a secret. Tuesday, July 11th, 2023. Sharon sees counsel from Victor. Phyllis puts Summer in a tough position. Jack summons the Abbots to a family meeting. Wednesday, July 12th, 2023. Um, Devon and Abby prepared to start a new chapter. Sally examines her feelings for Adam. Chelsea makes an important decision. Thursday, July 13th, 2023. Um... Nikki interrogates Jack. Kyle asks Mariah to jump ship at Jabal. Ashley sends Bouncy with Tucker. And also Friday, July 14, 2023, the end of the week. Phyllis makes a dangerous deal. Tucker gets leverage over Diane. And Christine celebrates a win. I'm getting this for us from uh, Zapatura.com, Digest Dallies, from Silver Digest, also from uh, DigitalMorality.com. I am loving that, dude. It's It's getting good. Um, JG may just shock us all, after all, because he has been teasing about Sharon having a better storyline. So, all we can do right now is cross our fingers. Let me check real quick before we head over to General Hospital. Hang on a sec. I'm trying to make sure we cover everything we need. Oh, yeah. Phyllis is going to finally turn herself in, and that will give Cricket her victory. So that's going to be interesting. And while Chelsea's Italy trip is underway, because remember Melissa Clarion is on maternity leave, the question will be, can Billy stay faithful to her while she's away? There's a rumor that Billy could wind up either with the possibility of a fling with Sharon, or he could have something going on with Chloe. But then my surprise, I wouldn't be surprised he hooks up with Sally. So one way or the other, it's going to get messy while Chelsea's away. Alright, don't go away, guys. Nathan's going to play the um, intro to Dallas. And when we return, we're heading over to Port Charles.
All right, you thank you. All right, guys, and we are here. We are in Port Charles. Here's just a couple teasers what's going on. If I'm trying to catch up here, Nathan, what happened on Friday's episode? Um, Frank teased on media that we're supposed to be excited about some type of event. Did it happen, or is he just teasing for nothing? Well, I mean, in a way, he, he did tease that something would happen. Something did happen okay. at the end of his at the end of his episode of John Hostel because mostly everyone was at the uh, Metro Corp pool, and uh, we had it was it was uh, Jordan, Zeke, Portia, Curtis, mm -hmm. Anna, Sunny, Dante, and all of a sudden at the end, Dante saw a gun, and he told he said, "Everyone get down." And the screen, uh, the screen went to black, and we heard a gunshot. So, someone just got shot on Joe Hospital. And oh wow! Who it is next Monday. So, um, if you guys, uh, you know, don't know, who, if you guys want to know who it is, you gotta, you gotta watch uh, General Hospital uh, starting next week because this will, uh, I think, last throughout the week. And um, uh, will this character be killed off? Who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Likely not. Who, who knows? But um, wow, I, uh, I'm shocked. Credit for Frank actually know, said the yeah. truth. Yeah, for once. <laughs> All right. Well, like Nathan said, guys, uh, I won't tell you who it is because you probably guessed it. But mark your calendars for July 10th on Monday. Dex will be fearing for Sunny's life. As a Metro Court victim will be revealed. If you're a Jocelyn fan, you're going to want to enjoy her getting onto Esme. What that's about? Who knows? But in the meantime, pay close attention to Martin Gray. He's hiding something big. This will be the new Umbrella storyline that we teased earlier that will be leading us into Port Charles. Crossover with Pine Valley. And I'm trying to see here what else we've got. I think we're covering most of it. Alright, Nathan, what's your spoilers for General Hospital? Uh, let's get into General Hospital for next week. Mm -hmm. Starting uh, Monday, July 10, 2023. A shot rings out of the Metro Court. Dennis gets bad news. Alexis urges caution. Montana's an offer. Jocelyn doesn't like what she sees. And uh, Tuesday, June, July 11, 2023, a life hangs in the balance. Marshall opens up to Stella. Nina is horrified. Finalists have a frank talk. Josh is dismissed. And July 12, 2023, 
Lucy and Felicia embark on a caper. Sasha surprises Maxi. Chase is gobsmacked. Mono seeks advice. Cody tries to outsmart Selena. July 13, 2023. TJ assists in a surgery. Chase makes the arrest. Michael makes a romantic gesture. Alexis is worried about Christina. Cody makes an offer. Then last but not least, July 14, 2023, which is on a um, on a Friday at the, the end of the week, just right. Mm-hmm. Christina gets the cold shoulder. Dante develops a theory. Gladys tries to run interference. Trina is overcome with emotion. And also, last, uh, Mag makes a mission to Sam. Oh, wow. Out of all the spoilers, the only one that I need to add is um, Chase makes an arrest. Yes, he does. Not only that, but Lucy Blue embarked on a caper July 12, 2023. I think we know who they're going to run into. So, there you go. And for you Brooklyn fans, apparently, guys, she's pregnant. Ah, uh, yes, another pregnancy. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm uh, over these baby storylines. No creativity whatsoever. Oh, God. I can't. I can't. Okay, guys. I'm, I'm not sure Nathan's going to agree on this, but I have to bring this up because it's General Hospital. And I'm going to give you guys this message to the Sabrina Nation. Can you please quit with the race card? Because it's getting ridiculous. I love Sydney, the original Trina. I enjoy Tabiana. She's great. If I don't care for the character, that's my choice. That doesn't mean that I'm making a racist a remark. Because it just means I may not like the character. But again, like Nathan said in the beginning of the podcast, you guys have to understand between reality and, and, and fiction. Because this is just ridiculous. I've heard so many people getting mad because Spencer's getting scenes with Esme and Joss is getting scenes with Jax, Dex. And that leaves out Trina. Uh, guys, can we get real? That's what soap operas are about. If you are that hard up that you need to use a race card to make a point, then I think you're watching the wrong soap opera. Nathan, what's your view? I Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I mean, I don't think any of it is racism, but I do think that it has to do with favoritism in a way. But at the same time, we have to understand, remember, Spencer and Trina were never supposed to be a couple to begin with in the first place. When, you know... Um, when uh, you know the original Trina, uh, the actress came on, and mm-hmm. also uh, also Nicholas Chavez came on as Spencer Cassadine, and since then, you know the show has been trying to put them together, and they they got their moment during uh, the um, the Ice Princess storyline 2.0 that was in May for the 60th anniversary of John Hospital, and you know now they're at that stage where I think that they're going to go through a lot of angst, a lot of challenges, which is good for them, but it's just a storyline I'm not really a big fan of because, of, of course, it involves Esme. But uh, yeah. at the same time, I don't see any racism uh, in part, uh, of it all. If, if that was the case, then we would not only have Sabrina on the show, but we wouldn't have her family on the show as well, by the way. That also includes... Right, because uh, the then they would have never they would have never brought in a... Um, oh, what's her name? Uh, Portia's... Sexy brother. Zeke. So again, guys, can we quit with the BS? Because I'm tired of hearing about the races, uh, race card. It's enough. Um, me and Ethan are, aren't putting up with that. And the other part is, um, you know how we feel about Frank and Chris and Dan. That's fine. 
But I'll be damned if you're going to call either Frank, Chris, or Dan racist just because you don't keep see Trina all the time. Guys, go get a life. And that goes for every other EP, their producer, and writer of, you know, the soap operas. Yes. You know, don't, 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 just, don't just call them racist or whatever. I mean, you know, we can dislike or, or like about what they're doing when it comes to storytelling and the characters and so on and so forth, but let's not make it all about race. I mean, you want to call it favoritism? Okay, but race, nah, not today. And also, again, Sprita Nation, can you please stop making such, oh, I hate to say it, but tantrums. So what if nobody supports Trina and Spencer? So what if they don't support Trina? Everyone is allowed to their opinions. Just because, like, for example, me or Nathan, if we don't like a Sprina story or we don't want Sprina together, you guys turn on us. Really? Are we adults? Oh, you guys just adolescents, Nathan? Yeah, I mean, people, yeah, people have, a, have the right to like or dislike whichever character, whatever show they like, you know. And I just think that it's become ridiculous. And also, please stop saying, "Oh, can we have Sprina on this day and this day instead of seeing other characters that we don't like to care about?" On, Thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah, on that day too. It's just, it's ridiculous. Stop it. And the other part is, I'm sorry, guys. I love you, Sprina Nation. But you guys have become a toxic, a toxic fandom. And Nathan, on the other side of the spectrum, why don't you share our good news for General Hospital fans? What's going on with Nicholas Alexander Chavez? Yes, indeed. Mr. Nicholas Chavez has a brand new role on this uh, upcoming uh, Netflix series. And uh, first off, congratulations goes out to Nicholas Chavez. I mean, I think every one of us knew that this was going to uh, happen for him as an actor. Oh, my God. I knew uh, it. I knew yeah. he was going to be the next Keanu Reeves. Yes. Same here. Same here. All right, Nathan, can you give us a little detail about what's going on with this project? And who is the other actor that's going to be in... Um, opposite of Nicholas Alexander Chavez. Are they playing brothers, right? Yes, they're playing brothers. This is Monster uh, Season 2, Netflix, Ryan Murphy Anthology Series, as, um, you know, it features uh, the Mendez brothers, and Nicholas Chavez is uh, playing one of them. And you guys know the, uh, the Mendez brothers, they were yes. responsible for uh, you know, uh, ending their parents' lives back then, a long time ago. That was during, you know, the days of the OJ Simpson trial mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. And uh, Nicholas Charles was really a part of it. So I have no issue with uh, with him. I mean, you know, he needs to uh, spread his wings and see where it takes him. And him being a part of this show, I think, will, uh, you know, uh, boost up his uh, stardom, so to speak, uh, as an actor. And, um, again, Nathan might help me back me up on this, but Ryan Murphy, you did wrong by going on media saying that you want to sue the captain in charge of the writer's strike. Dude, you need to get your act together. Yeah, that was not a good move on Ryan Murphy's part. I mean, there's a reason why, uh, you know, the, um, the, the person in charge of that is striking along with the other riders because you know and him trying to do that's not it's not gonna help anything 
Can you give us a little more detail on that project for Netflix? Do we have a release date yet? Uh, let me see here. Um, let's see here. Let's get up here a little bit. I'm hoping they come out in the fall because we need some. We really need some shows for the fall. It looks and nothing gets the writer's strike, guys. I'm just saying, some of the shows that they've got planned for the fall, they really shouldn't have even bothered putting those out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it is that yet unknown how much uh, the Mendendez Brothers has recovered in season two, but Netflix also has a forthcoming documentary feature on the pair Access to the Duo. Um, and Netflix and Murphy's rep declined to comment, but it's understood that the, that the castings were done before the writer's strike. The American Horror Story creator hasn't been involved in activity on projects since the walkout. Um, there has been um, no uh, release date, but hopefully this does come out uh, in the fall, because, uh, you know, of course, with the writer's strike and all, certain projects are being, you know, paused or being put on hold. So, but again, congrats to Nicholas Chavez. And uh, we wish you all the best to Willie Nathan's Extreme Podcast. Yes, and another thing, me and Nathan have a bone to pick with you daytime fans. How dare you guys, how dare you attack Nicholas Alexander Chavez for branching out in his evolved career, changing his status on Instagram. Heaven forbid he moves General Hospital just to say actor. You guys are disgusting. How dare you do that to an actor? Yes, I mean, to me, I don't find a big deal that he did that. I mean, there are other actors and actresses who do the same thing. So, uh, I mean... I no, remember, but the uh, fans are attacking him for doing that. Yeah, and that's not good at all. I mean, I don't recall people attacking uh, the, actress, the actress who played uh, Evangeline on Wanted to Live when she pretty much branched out and changed her, uh, you know, as the actress and was doing her own thing. I don't recall the reaction being like that, but you guys have to honor and respect what Nicholas is doing. I mean, he's branching out and doing his own thing. I mean, for crying out loud, the former uh, the former Trina, the OG Trina, Cindy Michaela, has a project coming out too, by the way. And, uh, you know, I don't recall seeing the same kind of uh, energy for her that you guys are directing onto Nicholas Chavez. So stop it, grow up, and just support Nicholas and what he does from here on out. Keep it up, Spring Nation. You're going to be the reason General Hospital gets canceled. Uh, let's not go there. Oh, boy. Oh, man. But you, you you get what I'm saying, Nathan. They're they're pushing it. No, they don't. They truly are. They really are. Yes. Um, Let me see. There was some other news to share with General Hospital. I'm trying to remember. Oh, yes. Uh, Me and Nathan are sending our... Hugs and sympathies to Rebecca Herbst. Nathan, want to give us a detail of what's going on with the event that she wasn't able to attend? Yes, uh, she was supposed to have an event that would take place in the next couple of weeks, but unfortunately that event was canceled for whatever unknown reason. Mm-hmm. And uh, in place of that will be Tamiyan Ali for um, Rebecca Herbst on, I think, the same date that was that her that records event was supposed to take place on. Yes. So we won't, we won't know, um, you know, uh, what will happen then. But uh, just because you guys know, Rebecca Hurst original event was canceled, and uh, we wish her the very best. And we hope, we hope that she has another event down the line coming up. But 
uh, again, I remember her so that was canceled, unfortunately, yeah. due to unknown reasons. And um, we wish her and everyone else the best. All right, everybody. We're going to take a quick music break. When we return, we're heading over to Salem for Days of Our Lives. Uh, Nathan, can you pull up... Um, oh, was it called... Um, Belinda Carlisle's um, Heaven on Earth or something like that. What's it called? It? Yeah, Heaven on Earth. Uh, who was, it? Who was the uh, That one that goes, Ooh, Heaven is the place on Earth. Okay. Uh, you mean Belinda Carlsey. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I thought it was Belinda Carlisle. Maybe I got the name wrong. Yeah, let me just get that out for you. And then. All right. Alright, Nathan, thanks. No problem. Alright, guys. Here's just a tease of what you can expect this week on Days of Our Lives. Here we go. Oh my god, Nathan. Did you get goosebumps over that trailer? Say that again? 
Did you get goosebumps over the new trailer coming out for this week's days? Yes, I did. I just saw that. I, I couldn't believe it. All right, Nathan, give us a little recap as we head into Salem. Um, what have we been missing? Well, when it comes to, <laughs> um, you know, the uh, on-screen, um, you know, the, well, you know, the on-screen death, so to speak, of Abe Carver, of course, mm -hmm. you know, that has the people of Salem mourning for its former mayor, and, um, you know, Eli and Lonnie are back, and they're on the case to investigate, um, you know, what really happened. And so, right. uh, the, not just them, but now also John Steve. Uh, meanwhile, for uh, Abe Carver, um, you know, we've had, um, you know, we have, uh, you know, he's in this house with uh, this uh, Nurse Whitley, who, you know, pretty much kidnapped him, mm -hmm. played by um, Jim Coles from, of course, uh, in living uh, color and uh, single, um, you know, uh, the other show, and pretty much Abe is starting to figure out, you know, what's really going on, and you know, uh, the character of Miss Ridley is drugging him, and you know, he's seen um, this TV show called, I think, called Body and Sh uh, Body and Soul. That's a soap opera, yeah. So to speak, and um, you know, he sees his quote unquote son Theo, the first original Theo played by um, the actor. And um, you know, uh Abe for Abe though, he's just trying to survive uh this unfortunate ordeal when it comes to what Nurse really is doing. We have no idea why she's doing this, but uh I do think that in the next couple of weeks or months We'll find out because uh, next week, um, Jerry, played by the original Theo, um, tells Lonnie that, you know, he knows where Abe is. So, um, you know, that should be very fun. And I'm glad that the story is picking up some pace because it's been a couple months here and there since, of course, the actor, not the actor, but uh, since the character of Abe has been, you know, so, quote unquote, dead, so to speak. So I'm, I'm glad the story is picking up. So what happened? I mean, last I recalled, Abe lost his memory and Whitley, his nurse, pretended to be his wife. So how did we go from point A to point B where Abe is presumed dead? I'm kind of confused in that area. Uh, pretty much Jerry, I think, told Eli when Eli was trying to look for Abe that mm -hmm. uh, there was a body in the ocean. So Eli pretty much dived in there and you know, found, uh, found a body that was identical to eight. So, Oh my uh, God, that's scary. Yeah. So that's when, you know, uh, it was announced that Abe Carver had passed away. Mm -hmm. And so of course, Abe at first didn't know why he was in the house with, with nurse Whitley, because of course you remember Colin, uh, played with the actor, you know, Colin knocked Abe out when he took Paulina. So, um, you know, Abe at first didn't know who he was until I think he started seeing that show Body and Soul soap opera and, you know, started to have his memories come back for whatever reason. So, oh, uh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a very unusual storyline. And I'm just glad that, you know, um, the actor who plays Abe Carver, uh, James Reynolds, has, has something to do, most of all. So I'm, I'm sorry for him. And we caught it, Nathan. How is it that our beloved Leo Stark is getting lucky? Can you share a little bit of detail on that? 
well, if you guys have not seen the uh, trailer for, uh, of course, uh, next week, it seems as if Dimitri, played by Peter Porte, will be uh, the one who lands a unexpected kiss on Leo, even though Dimitri is with Gwen at the moment. And uh, it seems as if uh, Leo's going to be in quite a dilemma in the next couple of weeks and months to come. Okay, I'm okay with this. I love this. I, I love Peter, and I love... Um... Oh, I can't even think of his name right now, but the one that plays Leo. But what is your take on this? What is your take on this, Nathan? Do you think that we're supposed to go with Dimitri being bisexual and all of a sudden wants Leo? Or is he trying to get, how do you say it? Get like, um, eat his cake, get, get his cake and eat it too by being engaged to Gwen, but maybe having Leo as a playmate? Where do you think this is going? I think Dimitri may be playing Leo for all it's worth, and uh, maybe he's trying to get rid of Leo. Ah. Of course, Leo has been, you know, he, he's a good friend of Gwen, and he's right. you know, been protective of her since Dimitri came to town and has been, ever since Dimitri has been falling in love with him. So, um, <laughs> you know, I think for Leo, um, he might get his heart broken. I feel bad for Gwen, too, because... Oh, my God, I love both. This is the triangle we were talking about, Nathan, remember? Yes. So, how are you feeling? Are you good with it? Are you on board? Because this is going to be interesting. This is not going to be boring. Yeah, I I am interested in seeing where it goes. I just just hope that they do the storyline right and they don't try to take the the, uh, cheap route within it. So, that's how I feel about it. Do you think that Leo... (laughs) It's Leo... Do you think Leo's going to actually have an affair with um, Dimitri? Because when I saw the scene, it gave me Adam Newman vibes when he seduced Rafe in Genoa City on Young and the Restless. Yeah, I, I remember that. I remember that so well. That was unexpected. I did not see the one coming. But um, maybe uh, the two of them are, you know, maybe they're about to, you know, sleep together and then Gwen catches them. Yeah. And then that's when, you know, they move forward with that. But I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, Leo, you know, somehow try to get lucky with Dimitri and then Gwen sees him and demands know what's going on. And that's when we get the reveal, so to speak. And as you all know me, Nathan did reveal some exits. Um, Dude, I love you, Steve Burton, but um, they ruined your character. They ruined Harris. Yeah, they really did. I mean, it should not be no surprise because they wanted to capitalize on Steve Burton when he was on Beyond Salem and now bring him to the mothership. And I was unsure about that at first. But after seeing what's going on with Harris these past couple weeks and months, uh, I have no interest in Harris being on my screen, on Days of Our Lives, and I was looking forward to him leaving the show. Dude, how pathetic is it that they got Harris finally pleading to... Marlena to send him to a loony bin. To Bayview. That, that, that's hilarious. That's really hilarious. I would have uh, laughed uh, if they said to send him over to um, Spring Ridge in um, Port Charles. That would have been fun. Yeah, that would have been very funny. But yeah, that did not surprise me whatsoever because Harris is brainwashed, uh, you know, thanks to, uh, you know, Megan, Rolf, and Lee. So uh, him going to Bayview is the perfect send-off of X for him, and I hope we do not see Steve Burton 
on Days of Lives ever again. We will see him back on General Hospital. Oh my god, I never want to see Bo Brady on Days of Our Lives ever again. That storyline for him returning was a joke. No, it was a joke. I mean, it, it did not do him any favors, especially for uh, Christian Alfonso, who played Hulk Ben, do any favors Girl, either. I mean, yeah, I love Christian Alfonso. She's my favorite. She's my favorite TV wife for days, just like Sammy. But I just felt so bad for the actress. Why did they do her so wrong? Why did they bring her in for this, for, for crap story? That's a joke. That's a slap in the face. Yeah, I mean, she was, she was, there's a way much better than that, honestly. And it just did not make any sense. No. I mean, she should have stayed away. She should have stayed away. She did good by leaving. Uh, they should have never brought her back, if that was the case, to ruin her. That, because now, look, like you saw the scene. Um, Sean's talking to his mom about, say hi to dad for me. Dad's in a coma. He can't say nothing. Could you be more pathetic on the story? I mean, yeah, what's the writing going on with that storyline? Come on. Alright, what is going on with our Uncleicious Xander, um, Nathan? Who is he hooked up with this time around? Well, um, surprisingly, if those who have not seen Israel Lives or have seen the show, he has been hooking up with none other than Brady Black's ex, Chloe, played by the lovely, talented, beautiful Nadia Borchland. Oh and my god, I dude, she's gorgeous. Her. I love her eyes. Yeah, she has very beautiful eyes. Very beautiful woman. Are you good with this? Are you okay with the story? Does it have any... Does it have traction, or is it just a filler? I mean, I don't mind it for the time being, because we all know eventually, uh, you know, with Sarah Horton pregnant, eventually, uh, Xander is going to dump, you know, Chloe behind and leave her behind and then hook up with Sarah again to be a family raise her child. And I feel bad for Nadia Bullshit because, you know, you know, this version of uh her and Brady uh really has not been working. So yeah. uh, I think that I also think that this we're gonna see her make her exit, I think, once a uh, certain character comes back to Days of Lives down the road to usher her off. So I will enjoy where I can with Brady and with uh, not Brady but Chloe Xander. But uh I just uh I just know it's not gonna last long. Well again, me and Nathan did have to announce some exits a while back if you forgot to hear it. Um the exits that we did hear already was Megan, Harris, Dimitri, and Chloe. It's a lot of people guys. Um they're making room for Jen Lilly returning as... What's her name again, um, Nathan? Uh, say that again? Jen Lilly. Oh, yeah, Teresa Donovan. Okay, I love her. Yeah, I'm ready for her return. And, yes, guys, I know, I know. Um, Sammy is on her way back, guys. <laughs> I love Sammy, guys. I love you, Allison Sweeney. But you're not needed right now on set. <laughs> you're not. There's too many storylines. You need to go over to General Hospital or somewhere right now because you do not need to be going to days. There's just too many people. This town is so... How do you say, Nathan? Um, They're bloated. Yeah, bloated like... Uh, oh, my God. I mean, like, what happened to Chad? What happened to... And I hate you. I, I can't stand Stephanie, but... What happened with Chad? What happened with Stephanie? What happened with Alex? Uh, what happened with Chanel? Where is all these people? They're all in town, but where are they at? We're not seeing them. 
Yeah, absolutely. They they have to cut some people down so we can see some more of these other characters. I mean, because when you think about it, in 2020, 2021, 2022, uh, until now, Days of Our Lives was a film that had so many great pairings. You know, young yeah. and old. You know, they had Elani. We had... Uh, Sierra and Ben, we had, you know, at that time, Jake and Gabby, Stefan and Gabby, you know, so on and so forth. And now it's just like, it feels like we have, we're having too many characters for no reason. Oh, that was the other, yeah, that was the other extra we forgot, guys. As you already know, we mentioned this a while back, early, but here we go again. Uh, it is confirmed that we are going to be losing Gabby Hernandez. Um, uh, Nathan, what's going on with Gabby and, dare I say it, uh, Stefan? Um, I'm, I love, I love Gabby, but, but they ruined Gabby by reuniting her with Stefan. They overdid it. And now I feel that now that Gabby's leaving, that really leaves nothing for Stefan. Yeah, I mean, if I'm, if I'm Brandon Barash, I'm leaving Days of Lives once Gabby's gone from the show because I don't know what they're going to do with him. But when Gabby uh, is gone from Days of Lives... Uh, because you know, right now we're seeing Safari Gabby together in love, and they just got through the first you know, conflict with uh, Harris and Lee, because Lee has been arrested. So, um, you know, I just I, I feel bad for Brandon Barash. I feel bad for his character. Oh my God, that's another hunk, Brandon Barash, dude. They're doing him so wrong. Yeah, he's being wasted. Oh my God, and what are they doing to our beloved Billy Flynn and Robert? What's his name, Robert? Scott, Robert Scott Wilson. Why on Earth Days can you appreciate your hunks? You've got Alex, you've got Chad, and you've got the other one we just mentioned. Why can't they just do proper storylines for him? Uh, was it Jake or Stefan? Um, it seems like they don't know what to do with these people. I love these characters and I love the actors, but if you can't write for them, temporarily write them off and then bring them back. Again, there's just too many people on the set. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for example, <clears throat> but yet you want to bring back Sammy Brady. You make you make that make sense. Yeah, I mean that's crazy. But Billy Finn, for uh, Billy Finn, for example, who plays Chad, like, what is he doing on the show? I mean, he's hooked up with Stephanie, but like, what are, what else are you gonna do with him? I mean, I mean, I yeah, we know we 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 reported this for you guys, and we already know about it. We know that Abby is going to return soon on days. We don't know when. But I can't believe I'm saying this. I'd rather have Abby over Stephanie any day. Yeah, same here. And I can't stand Stephanie. Dude, I don't know what it is, and I'm sorry if it's the actress or whatever it is, but I can't handle Stephanie anymore. She she really annoyed me with Alex. And now with Chad and those children. I love the children. But, dude, that's so messed up. She's trying to act like their mom. Yeah, and that's not good at all. I mean, the character of Stephanie, played by Shelley Henning before this current actress, Abigail Klein, you know, she she was very good. She had a lot of spunk, a lot of fire, mm-hmm. a lot of sass. And this version of Stephanie, I don't know what happened, whether it's the writing or whatever. It's, I can't it's, even it's buy much. she's... I can't even buy that this Stephanie's actually supposed to be patching Kayla's uh, daughter. I don't feel it. Yeah, I don't feel it as well. It's, There's it's no connection. Weird. I feel no connection between her and Trip. I don't feel connection between her and Joey. I don't feel no connection. So to me, Stephanie is a non-issue. Just write her off. Yeah, 
Yeah, just write her off. Write Billy Flynn off, too, with Abby as well, because mm-hmm. we all know Daisy will not have anything for them but angst and drama or whatever. Just write them off, too, and just focus on what you have on the show and make it better with characters that we care about. What do you feel about Alex? I love you um, for the actor that plays um, Alex, but oh, we have to be real. Do you think they overdid it with the Alex? That maybe they just don't know what to do with them anymore? Yeah, I think they did. I mean, they wanted to keep him on as, um, you know, they wanted to keep him on as Alex Kariakas instead of Ben. And And he's great. He's great. But the writing is really bad. Again, why can't they just write the characters off for a little while? Because it's summertime. Let them write off for a little while. Not to lose their jobs. Just a little bit. Let them write off for this to go visit people unknown, whatever, family, whatever, and come back refreshed for the fall. It's not that hard. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, these shows are just so stubborn with their cast or whatever. They want to be so exclusive and do this and do that, but it's just too much overexposure and they're keeping people carrying on that have nothing to do. So just write them out and just let them go. Bring them back down the road. It's not that hard. Oh, the other ex that I forgot to mention was Kristen. She's leaving again. Oh, boy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and don't, don't forget, uh, this coming Monday, Rachel will run away from Brady, and she'll be she'll run the cost of the, uh, the, uh, the mansion. Okay, I can't with Rachel anymore. Uh, nothing against the, the, the kid. But how many times is Rachel going to go missing, dude? They're trying to do a Marlena with, with Rachel. I, I don't understand it. It just shows no creativity whatsoever. You might as well just ship Rachel off of Kirsten. It's like General Hospital. Why are they having um, Violet being involved with all these adult relationships that kids do not need to be involved in? Right, absolutely. I mean, and also not just that, but what, what, what's going on with the character of Brady? I mean... Oh my god, dude, that's another her- hunk. Brady is another hunk. You can't yeah, do nothing with Brady. Write him out. Jen Lily's coming. Let her write him out. Yes, absolutely. I mean, Brady has nothing going on, but instead of Kirsten. Sammy's coming. Why don't you go visit Sammy? Yes, that, that could work. Um, I'm trying to see what else are we talking on days. I think we covered almost everybody. Um, oh, yeah. Um, we won't mention the name, but you guys figured it out. Apparently, there's an idiot that wants to try to bring days back to NBC. Now, you tell me. Make it make sense. I do not understand it at all. Whoever's coming back. Alright, this is a portion where Nathan's going to give out shout out to the scrub writers that we appreciate. Nathan, it's your ball. Okay, so for those of you that do not know, um, with the writer's strike going on, Ron Carvati is temporarily out at Israel Lives. And so that Yay! That we- I'm sorry, guys. I had, to, I had to say it. Yay! <laughs> yeah, we have scab writers coming in for Days of Our Lives. So, uh, the person who will be in charge for Days of Our Lives for writing is none other than Sherry Anderson. Sherry Anderson uh, was responsible for writing for Luke and Laura back in the day when they first started. And she was responsible for, you know, writing for Bo and Hope back then, too. So, mm-hmm. Sherry Anderson will have a lot of work to um, clean up, so to speak, and to get the show back on track because. The show in the Ron body is just not working anymore, and I think it's time that Ron gets let go, and we get Sherry Anderson or someone else who can, can really run the show in charge because uh, 
so it is a mess uh, for no reason. And uh, who else is who else are the other scrub writers, or is it just Sherry? Uh, you mean for the other soap operas? Yeah. Uh, for the other soap operas, I think with Joe Hospital is going to be uh, Matthew Stand, if that's his name. If I'm okay, yeah, yeah. And then the other ones for B&B, I forgot their names, but one of them is currently on the writing team. Okay. And the other one is their producer, so it's going to be two of them uh, co-heading, uh, you know, B&B for their writing. So uh, it should be very interesting what happens with the scab bars in control until uh, the strike is over and done with. But if I w- if it was me, I, w- I would have the right forever and not bring anyone, any of the uh, previous writers back for, for the soaps. Thank you. I, I agree. And can you please, please, all the head writers, all the writers, stop using the excuse of budget cuts because that's it's not we're not buying it anymore. How can it be a budget cut when General Hospital is bringing in six more newbies? Makes that make sense. Who's gonna get fired? Who's Peach? Are they gonna kiss so that other people can enter? Port Charles. I mean, if it's Pine Valley residents, guys, I'm okay with it, but that's not the case. It's actually six newbies, like six new characters that it's going to fill this overbloated Titanic of a ship called General Hospital. Um, We're going to be back, guys. Uh, Nathan's going to play a commercial from Subways. Then we're heading over to Los Angeles, guys. Oh, my God. There's so much going on, you won't believe what happened at Italy. And from there, something happened that we've all been waiting for. But we'll talk about that right after this commercial break from Subways. Subway. God, dude, thanks so much. I love that. Subways is always my favorite to eat at. Um, before we head over to our last of the night, Nathan, do you have any shout outs that you want to give out? Any locals, um, people that have been on your Twitter or Instagram, like fans that you want to acknowledge? This is your time to do it. Um, I actually want to give a shout out to one person on Twitter. Her name is, uh, well, she has a Victoria name, I think, Victoria85, and she's been on a couple of uh, soap Twitter spaces for the past couple of months, and she's a 
favorite soap opera. She watches the current soap operas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she has a lot of enthusiasm, and you know, I do appreciate listening to her views and current thoughts on you know today's soap opera. So, shout out to Victoria eighty five on Twitter. Also, I'll give a shout out to. As you know who that is, she's on uh, Soap Party Four One One. She also hosts uh, Space Twitter, uh, Space Twitter, uh, you know, stuff on there too for other people to uh, come on there for. So shout out to her as well. And I think that's about it. Okay, great. All right, everybody. Nathan and I want to send our special congratulations. It's official. Tom Holland and Zendaya are engaged. Yes, congratulations to uh, both of them for um, the engagement. Oh my God, dude, were you were you smiling when I heard? I was smiling when I heard it. Tom Holland actually admitted he wants to do. He wants to be a family man with Zendaya. He's literally ready to do daddy duty. Yes, I was so happy when uh, I heard the news of, you know, Tom Holland's and Daya, you know, um, just, you know, want this engagement and uh, I'm happy for both of them. They deserve to have this moment, um, you know, uh, they have their moment, their time around the sun and yeah. uh, I'm just uh, for them. Did you see the tags I sent you for, um, they were so cute together, they went to the Beyonce concert. Uh, yes, I did. That was very adorable. Did you see where they're dancing together? Isn't that cute? They're already acting like a married couple. Yes, they are. That, that was just adorable. I'm sorry for them. All right. Nathan, what is your thoughts on Crowded Room? I am loving Tom Holland playing this character that has been charged of murder. We don't have to give too much away, guys. It's, it's, it's on Apple TV, and it is called Crowded Room, and it does start... It does star Tom Holland. But, Nathan, what is your thoughts on this? Do you think that they're going to renew this as a continued series? Or do you think it just should end the way it's going right now? Because it's almost over. Um, I'm thinking maybe they should end it if they really are. But at the same time, if they're not, if they have, if they have new material that they want to use for the show, then by all means, I would say go for it. And see where it goes, but you know, don't overdo it. Yeah, don't it drag it. Don't drag it out. Yeah, don't drag it out. Yeah, don't drag it out. Just you know, go forward with it. If not, then leadership leave show where it is and end it the right way. I agree. I'm um, Tom Holland. If you're listening to our podcast and Zendaya, um, we just love Crowded Room. I can't get enough of it. It's so addictive. I literally got Nathan hooked on it, and then we got other people hooked on it. And I'm gonna say it. Tom Holland deserves an Emmy for the series. I'm enjoying his characteristics, his his mannerisms, and what do you think, Nathan? Right, the latest episode, he raised the bar on that episode. Yeah, he did. He really raised the bar with the episode, and it's no surprise to me because Tom Holland is a very good actor, and he knows how to bring it when it comes to the very serious and you know angst and drama moments. Uh, during a scene where it's from movie or a TV show. So, I enjoyed it. And then the other two shows that we're going to quickly put, uh, touch on. Nathan, what are you thinking of Cruel Summer? Are you as addictive as I am for season two? 
Yeah, I'm getting into it slowly. I mean, I, you know, I'm starting to understand it. <laughs> I'm loving it, dude. I'm loving it. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm going to lie. Jessica Beale, you've done a wonder creating this awesome limited summer series. But I'm loving season two better than season one. Yes. Uh, to me, it's better season one based on what they've shown us so far. And I think it's only going to get better from here on out. And... um. The last one we're going to touch on, and I got Nathan addicted on this one too. Nathan, Apple TV's City on Fire. What is your thoughts? Yeah, that's a really uh, interesting show what they had to uh, present on Apple TV. And I think uh, when it comes to the storytelling and the characters, that's another good show, great show for the summer. If you guys want to check it out, because, you know, they have a lot of stuff that. I think many people would uh, be interested in seeing. So uh, yes. I'm all for it. And um, uh, kudos to them for keeping us their tape. And it's not confirmed, guys, but me and Nathan heard a little little birdie. We're hearing that Tom Holland may appear on the new season of Euphoria with Zendaya. Yeah, and that was no surprise for me. So uh, I'm cool with it, dude. I don't care if he becomes a regular. Let him, because that boy can act. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he can act his butt off, and I've seen him in the Spider-Man movies, uh, you know, as Peter Parker. And so, yes. Did you see him? In, sort of did you see him play the military guy in Cherry? Yes, he was very good. Oh my God, that was so cool! All right, Nathan, we are in Los Angeles now. We're doing Bold and Beautiful. We've just lived. We just left Italy, and a certain unexpected couple is starting to form. Take it from there. Yes, that would be in the form of Hope and Thomas. Um, you know, uh, Hope and Thomas has shared a kiss uh, back in Italy. And, you know, Liam saw that. Um, he was a happy about it all. And what did, he, <laughs> what did he decide to do? What did he decide to do? Oh, my you God, know? dude. Liam, you're like, you're like this Archie Andrews jock that doesn't know how to control his emotions. And every time you break up with someone, especially includes your wife, Hope, you go running back to your ex-wife, Steffi. Yeah, and Steffi pretty much, if you have not seen this, we're going to be in bees. Steffi pretty much laid in the lean and set the ground rules because yeah. she, was not having, she was not having any of it. But from what I've been hearing and reading, Liam was going to fight for Steffi. Uh, you know, from here on now, and yeah. they will not be happy about it. This will lead up to Jagger McKenna's Woods. You know, and this will lead up to her paternity, uh, paternity know, leave. Maturity. And I can't believe yes. they're doing this again. This is how predictable you are, Bold and Beautiful. We knew he was going to go running back to Steffi. That's all he ever does. Yeah, I mean, it's no surprise at all. I mean, because at the same time, I love. I, I love Liam and Steffi, but, you know, they just they just cannot stop writing Liam as, as a waffler so many times. So I just, um, I don't know how to feel about, you know, Liam trying to get back with Steffi because for Finn, I feel bad for him because Steffi is not being honest with Finn when it comes to both those kisses, two kisses, to be exact. And uh, when Finn fights out, he might kick Liam's ass. Why did they bring Finn back alive if they were just going to do this to him? I am 
no idea. And I, I mean, for the actor, Karen Ovan, um, if he's listening, I feel so bad for you. And, oh, my um, God, yes, another hunk that's yeah. not being appreciated. No, he's not being appreciated at all. And I just feel bad for him that he's going to get wasted during this time. And I would not be shocked if he decides to leave me and be down the line if they keep this up. <laughs> Nathan, did you catch it when he does those scenes where he's wearing... And and it, it's it's um, Tanner, so he gets he gets passed. But I get a kick out of Bodum Beautiful when he's wearing nothing but those sweatpants, and they look like they're about to fall off. Yeah, that's very funny. I thought that's very funny. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh my god! And then we have our beloved Wyatt again. I've got Nathan hooked on shows, guys. Um, Nathan, what did you <laughs> what did you think of our beloved Wyatt from Bodum Beautiful on? Blue Mountain State. What did your draw drop? Because mine sure did. Seen him in jockstrap. Yeah, I, I was shocked, stunned, and I laughed pretty much throughout the entire series. I mean, you know, it's a shame that Darren Brooks is not being used correctly in Bambi. I know, right? Because he's cute yeah. and he's a hunk. There's no reason for him not to be. Why are they treating him like he's a high school student? I have no idea. I mean, it's just ridiculous for Darren Brooks to his wife on BB, who could do so much better on that show. But, um, you know, yeah, him at Blue Mountain State was a uh, hoot, so, so to speak. So, yeah. <laughs> he's a horny little he's a horny little teenager, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, he sure is. Oh, my God, and he's cute looking so young. Um, what is, uh, so what is your opinion on Thope, which is Thomas and Hope? It's their ship. Are you okay with this? Because remember, everyone's throwing a fit that Thomas and Hope would get together because apparently Thomas is supposed to be like her stepbrother, which again, there's no reason he should be a stepbrother because he's not, the parents aren't married together. Not, not only that, they're not related at the same time, you know. Right, it's the fans. They overthink it way too much. And I thought that was the case too. Um... Are you okay with Thomas and Hope? Because I'm not a Hope fan, but damn, they are they are electric together. Yeah, I don't. I actually don't mind Hope and Thomas because I had a feeling that they would do the turning down the line once Hope got you know sick and tired of them, and for Erica Noel, who plays Hope, who I think was getting tired of the triangle too at the same time. So I have no, um, I have no problem. With it, I just wish they did not make Thomas to such a predator and having him doing all these, um, you know, him doing um, all these like bad stuff and everything. But that's for you know, that's the past. And we'll I am actually so. gonna say this, I can't believe I'm gonna say this, but I am actually proud of Thomas. As Steffi was shocked because this is just interesting, he's actually willing to take the take the slack. If everybody hates them, if it means leaving hope alone. Yeah, I mean, you know, I do think that... Now, that's love, dude. Was, that's love right there. That means he loves hope. Yeah, he does love hope. And I think he knows that regardless, he's going to get a lot of blowback from others like Brooke, for example, uh, and so on and so forth. But at the same time... I think for Hope, she wants something different. She wants something fresh, and that's Thomas. So I think now, and I got to give kudos to Brad Bell for, you know, pushing forward with this. And yeah. just do something brand new because we're sick and tired of the same old triangle, you know, from like 
10 to 11 years ago when King yes. Liam, Stephanie Hall was just yes. too much. It's, it's crazy. And, oh my god, dude, I was like, showing the fans on, it's getting hot. The way that Thomas kisses back to Hope, oh my god, that was so cute. Yeah, that was, that was amazing. I thought that was smoking hot. It's it was, like, dude, don't even worry about the bed. They're just making love to each other right there through the kissing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, I, I the same thing too. I thought that was amazing. So, yes, guys, the rumors are true. And Nathan and I told you about this a long time ago. Thomas and Hope are finally going to make love. Yes, and that will happen, I think, either Tuesday or Wednesday um, for Bone Beautiful next week. But the picture um, is up on, I think, Tara's Twitter from Solar Digest. So it's a picture of, you know, Thomas and Hope, you know, in bed together. And Hope seems to be, you know, contemplating what just happened. Okay, yeah, I got that picture. Yeah, I've got that yes. one saved. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, what was the other one? Oh, how are you feeling about Deacon and Sheila? Are you into it? Are you over it? What are you feeling? When it comes to Sheila, and I love Kimberly Brown. We both love Kimberly Brown. Everyone loves Kimberly Brown. But Sheila. again, that's the problem. There's too many people on set, and they kind of feel overbloated again. Right, of course. I mean, you know, Sheila, I mean... We all know Kim Brown has signed a contract for two more years, I think. Oh my God, I love you, I love you, Kim Brown, but they need to do you better. That's just too much. Switch her back to General. Switch her back to General City. Lauren doesn't have a storyline. She's just crying over Phyllis. Are you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't you think it's crazy, right? Don't you think? Sheila should cross over to Genoa City and keep Lauren company, because apparently all Lauren can do now is just cry with Phyllis. Yeah, I mean, you know, I do think that, you know, Sheila needs to leave Los Angeles for the time being and head to Genoa City because this is why not it's for the anniversary still, and for Sheila not be on the show, I think is a travesty in my opinion, and I think we all know that, like I said before, Kimberly Brown signed a contract extension for two more years. I think that this year should be her last one. Um, so we don't know when she's going to leave, but yeah. we do know that Sheila is going to uh, you know, break out of prison at some point. And as far as Deacon goes, I don't know what they're doing with Sean Cannon. They're wasting him. But I, you know, I just feel that he needs to do more. Another hunk that, that's not being utilized. And speaking of hunks, what is going on with our beloved Bill Spencer? Is he on vacation? Yeah, Don Diamond is on vacation right now to speak. Oh, so that's why our that's why our stallion Bill isn't on our screen. Yeah, that's correct. Dude, I swear, I'm so thankful that we got Wyatt and Liam at least to keep us busy. I love the brother. I love the brotherly chats. That makes up for Liam being a little. Like, like a, I hate to say it, but like a pussy. So it's funny because, uh, Wyatt, right? It's kind of funny you think about it. Wyatt is kind of like Adam and Nick from Young the Restless because Wyatt is starting to act like an older brother to Liam, but Liam is the older brother to Wyatt. You make that make sense. Yeah, that, yeah, that's crazy when you think about it. Why is Lee? Why is Wyatt always having to give Liam advice to behave himself? If that was the case, you should have turned Wyatt into the older brother. 
Right, of course. Oh my god, I swear, Wyatt is just as cute as Apple Pie, but they don't know what to do with him. He's stuck yeah, in that office for Bill Spencer, and he's not doing nothing. I like when he gets mad at Liam and says, Liam, are you going to do work today, or are we just going to talk about hope? <laughs> Which is so funny, dude, because remember, both brothers have had the same woman. Yes, I do, yes. All right, Nathan, as we're closing out tonight, what is our final spoilers for Bold and the Beautiful? Okay, so here we go for next week, uh, July 10th to July 14th. Uh, next Monday, uh, Sheila is surprised by a visitor. Wyatt interrupts. Wyatt, Wyatt tells me Liam's voice of reason. Hope makes a major move. Tuesday, July 11th, 2023. Hope is forced for for Thomas. Deacon and Sheila take a walk down memory lane. Wednesday, July 12, 2023. The favorite damage ship is left in one person's hands. Hope experiences an awakening. Thursday, July 13, 2023. Brooke discovers the unthinkable. Rich has new inspiration. And Friday, July 14, 2023. History repeats itself. Uh, also, Hope takes off a rain ring and has sex with Thomas. That's next week. Also, the one that visits her in prison will be Deacon. Alright, Nathan. As you all know, our beloved Pat Sajak is finally retiring from Wheel of Fortune. What is your thoughts, Nathan, on the new host that's taking over? Did you hear about that? Yes, I did hear about that. As far as Pat Sajak goes, <laughs> you know, I... I, I respect him. Way. I respect him. He's earned his due. But what I'm thinking, Nathan, is... What are you thinking about who's taking over? Are you okay with that? Actually, I don't mind it, and it's very expected when it comes to who's taking over for him on the Wheel of Fortune. Because, okay, uh, tell the audience that they they might be under a rock. Who's taking over for the Wheel of Fortune with um, our beloved... Uh, oh, what's her name? The one that does the, the letters. Vanna White. Yeah, another, another beautiful woman. Um, what... Who is going to be taking over Pat Sajak's role in Wheel of Fortune? Well, uh, it, it came out to people who um, the network wanted to host Wheel of Fortune. Uh, one of them was Whoopi Goldberg. The other was Ryan Seacrest. So, in the end, they decided to, pick, to go and pick Ryan Seacrest as the brand new host of Wheel of Fortune for the 41st season or whatever season after Pat Sajak leaves, that uh, Ryan Seacrest will then step in as a brand new host for the Royal Fortune. I'm okay with that. I mean, I, I really, I love Jeopardy, and I was really sad when we lost, um, you know, the main guy that was there to, to, to keep his company of that. But when they acted like, like um, vultures to see who was going to take over Jeopardy, that really upset me. Yeah, yeah, that, well, that whole thing was just a cluster, you know what. Exactly, After, but this um, situation is more, I mean, this teaches them a lesson. This is more respectable here. You've got the wonderful Pat Sajak. He's retiring on a good note. Everyone loves him, but yet the show is still going on. We can respect that. And to pick a really good host between Whoopi Goldberg or... um. Was it Ryan Sequest? Yes. I'm okay with that. Whether it was Whoopi or Ryan, I'm good with that. Just don't overdo it. Looking for other people. We don't need to turn it into a 
tabloid of nonsense. But I'm okay with that. If it's Ryan, I, I, I can accept that. And again, I wasn't expecting Whoopi to do it because she's already busy at The View. Yeah, yeah, she has her hands full on that show, so I didn't expect it either for Whoopi Goldberg to be on uh, Royal Fortune. All right, well, we've had so much fun, guys, and it's been such a thrill coming back with you guys. Um, let me just go back over quick on Twitter for you guys. Um, Nathan and I are going to welcome Sarah that is on Anchors Sarah Young and the Restless podcast, guys. Um, you can follow her at S-A-R-A-H capital Y-R number two zero on Twitter. And she's going to be our special guest on the 18th. And Nathan and I will be interviewing her about her podcast, her fan favorites, and so much more. And Nathan, anything you want to say before we close out? Um, no, not really. Just want to say thank you to our viewers and listeners for tuning in with us tonight uh, on our Red Carpet Season Premiere Part 2. And, um, you know, we're just glad to be back. And uh, always, always say is the best year to come. Thank you guys for listening for uh, to our podcast. And we'll see you guys next time right here for Willie Nathan's Extreme Podcast. All right. Thanks again, Nathan. And this is Willie. And I'll see you guys on the flip side, Nathan. And I'll see you guys next time, too. too. And always remember, guys, time flies having a very good time. All right, Nathan, you have a great night and enjoy your weekend. All right, you too, Willie. See you next time. All right, bye-bye. Bye.
Just you. You were the shooter, Daddy. Not Ariana. Only you. It was always you. Sleep. Big mistake, lady. says we're good, we're good. We're good. That is what we would call a misunderstanding. Oh, oh. Come on. I was gonna pay. It's, it's just a joke. You can't take a joke, dude. I destroy you, motherfucker. Damn it, Johnny, what the fuck is wrong with you? Down, down, down! Everybody down! Honor raises edge here. This dude's a fucking toe. Oh, what the hell, Sullivan? Down! Put that down! Drop it now! It's hot. I'm going this all the way. Gentlemen. out there sometimes I sneak in when no one's watching to dream with you we come when you need help or too lonely or too scared I come here to take your loneliness 
We need each other. For what? I never left you. I never will. None of us want to leave you, dead boy. We're only here to help you. That's what we do. I never left you. We wouldn't be able to help you. They don't understand what you need, but we do. We need your help, ma'am. I'm afraid that if we all die, you die too. I did say your sister. Do it again. For her. This is an outrage. Have you no shame? How could you think of doing this to us? To me. <laughs> your brother. Okay. Okay. You are weirdly good at this. It's, it's a little disturbing. I don't know. I think it needs a little work. Oh, it's pretty good. Someone must really be trying to impress you. Oh, it's to congratulate me on my new job. Uh, today is my first day as acting CEO of Newman Media. Wow. And they got you jewelry, too? I, I recognize the gift box. It's the same jeweler that I go to. You must have already impressed my aunt. Oh, I'm sure it's just a fountain pen or a desk clock or something. Well... Good luck, and I'll see you around. Are you staying here? It's temporary. Like your new position. parking tickets someone saw something heard something city always knows Sam got shot in Central Park oh. we're like basically best friends we're gonna find who did this story we figure out who the connection to Samantha is we figure out who shot her Why 
she left me, I got shot. Sam was one of us. Whatever Sam knew, I want to know too. She left me clues. She was on to something. I think I'm the only one that can figure this out. Gotta learn more about these people. Money for generations. We're hiding something. Started this revolution, you knew it would have a cost. You're the only one with secrets. You're John, right? Colonel John Brogno. Amber always talked about you. Said you were a real prince. Like the father she never had. Father? You were kind to her. She liked your conversations. Maybe you could say a few words? She didn't have a lot of close friends. Oh, well, you know, I, 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 I don't know. Her family, they didn't get her. It'd be really nice to have someone who she thought understood who she was talk. Talk? Uh, I'm Gina Brogno. Nice to meet you. daughter. I was just asking your father if he'd say a few words. It's quite an eclectic mix of cultures. Yeah, it looks like she knew a lot of influential people. Well, that's no surprise. She was a hooker. I mean, they're probably her clients. What was she doing with John? <laughs> Seeing how the other half lived. I don't know, push, push. <laughs> well, you're right. They do take plastic. Anything interesting? Yeah, you need to see this. Isn't that your girlfriend? Who the hell is she talking to? What in the fuck is she doing here? I don't know. You're the one sleeping with her. I'll be right back. Pulling the plug. My heart's just not in it. 
I think I know where your heart is. I, uh, I just saw Lulu walking out the door. I, I take it that even after that debacle on Halloween, that, uh, she and Dante made up. No, they did not. The bad guy lost, and I still did not get the girl. <laughs> A very indie finale. Maybe Hollywood is onto something. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I can't help but feel at least partially responsible for this. See you at home. Don't stay out too late. You have to go to work tomorrow. Good night, Granny. So, what do you say? You and me? We get a nightcap at the pool bar? I'd love to. Great. Sooner the better. There's something I need to ask you first. Hi. You, your life is good? Daniel? take that as a yes hmm? so other than this ongoing
There's at least one power that we both still have, and that's the power of friendship. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, it's an easy rhyme. I'm your super friend. Your super friend. I'll be there in the nick of time if you're ever in a spot. And if you're not there in time, you can just go back in time and give it another shot. I'm actually not supposed to do that anymore. Oh, okay. Sing!
trunks of a flower are so constructed that very, very often the wind will cause pollination. If not, then a bee or any other nectar-gathering creature can create the same situation. Yes, anything that gets the pollen to the pistols right on the list. I'll try to make it crystal clear. A flower's insatiable passion turns its life into a circus of debauchery. How the stamen gets its lusty dust onto the stigma And why this frenzied chlorophyll is orgy starchy spring is no enigma We call this quest for satisfaction of what class? A photoperiodic reaction Oh that's good, oh that's very good Hey I'm lost, where are we? Chapter 2 Page 5 